I'm Nana. I'm Martin. And I'm Stevie. Way we got Stevie uh, on the show. Hey. <laughs> hey guys. Oh. So welcome to episode 175 of Blurs R Us. Uh, I'm your host, Nana. Um, we have a jam-packed episode for you today. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host Martin, and I'm also joined by my uh, the Ghibli Files co-host Stevie, who's um, making his yeah. like first first appearance on um, a, a full Blair's Ross episodes. How you doing, Stevie? Uh, yeah, I'm really good, man. I've had a ridiculously busy week this week. I think I've worked like 20 hours more than I should have. Um, so consequently, this weekend. I've been drinking a lot, and this is just a fucking highlight, man. It's so nice. I'm so such a pleasure to be allowed to come and chat with you guys. You know, no worries, so, no worries. Just, um, uh, just uh, if I start chatting too, too much shit, just uh, you, know, you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, so obviously, like you know, introduce yourself, give people a little bit of your background, like you know, what you're into in terms of like pop culture uh, and things of. Uh, sure. A nerdy variety. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so um, I'm an accountant. Um, used to be a drummer in a band. Um, haven't done that for a while. But uh, yeah, uh, I really love Studio Ghibli um, anime. Um, quite partial to a lot of other anime. Yeah. Um, have to sort of like just cast a blind eye to some of the gratuity of uh, fan service but mm-hmm. that's just part of it you know <laughs> I've got uh, I've got t- two kids um, one's 15 one's 13 um, and my 13 year old is super into like Naruto oh, um, <laughs> and uh, Jojo's what was it what is it Jojo's Bizarre Adventure um and uh what, what other stuff is he well uh dragon ball z totally yeah, dragon ball so z cool. and it, it, all that all that anime stuff um is really 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 into um i tend to be a little bit more into less less sort of less action more a bit more grit mm-hmm. a bit more story a bit more what's the word um like and like studio ghibli i just i think after having been um i'm oh I've had Studio Ghibli and I, everything else is a bit shit <laughs> after that. <laughs> but I still enjoy all all types of, of anime, so which is cool. And then and pop culture, you know, I just I fucking love I've got tons and tons of comics. I'm still working my way through. Um I've I've got Funimation um uh subscriptions, I've got plenty of stuff to look at. I've got we've got Netflix, Amazon Prime Disney Plus, I've got uh, access to a lot of a lot of movies and stuff like that too. So, I think the only thing I haven't got is um, like Now TV. Mm. Um, oh, last time I was, I had that. I was a bit shit. I didn't really have much. I think I, what I'm not. I think what I missed recently was like Westworld. Okay, I really liked Westworld. That was oh, fucking cool. awesome. Yeah, but I haven't seen the latest season on on Westworld. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah. yeah. I've got. Uh, I think when it comes to anime, like thinking about like what type of anime, and, and having dad to Nana quite a few times about like what he likes, what I like, and I, I think I've realised I tend to like a little more, you know, a bit more gore and 
like dark, quite like the like the noir style kind of like animes yeah. where there's like it, you you're watching it. And you're like sometimes you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> like, I, I like being confused by uh, by things and or seeing like like I don't know when you watch it and you think I could watch this again and pull it apart and try and you know figure out what they're trying to get at. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I've been actually. Uh, you're going to talk about Mando, aren't you? Ah, uh, yes, we later. are going to talk about Mando later. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got, I've got a shitload to what to talk about Mando. Oh, nice. Because uh, I watched, I start, I only started watching it yesterday, and I have binged the entire oh, wow. thing right up to. So I just watched back to back episodes. And uh, it is oh, it's so good. Anyway, you probably we'll probably talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. We'll talk about it. Did just did someone else jump in on the call? I just I thought, I was... Oh, Mike has jumped in. Oh, <laughs> okay. So we're 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 quite a, a bit of a full house. I don't know whether he's jumping in to take part or whether he's jumping in to listen because uh, we are, you know. Um, tr- in a sense live streaming this on Twitch at the same time um, oh, he's he's bounced um, but yeah so obviously like I said you know anytime we get a first time guest we kind of ask them a couple of different questions um, just to you know get to know them a bit better um, I don't know yep. where's, where's my quiz yeah um, so it's one of those ones that literally you kind of like say the first thing that kind of comes into your mind and um you know, some of them will ask you to like go into a bit more details. Pineapple, <laughs> not like, <laughs> not like that. But, wow. uh, <laughs> oh, I should have it's like, like telling someone you, you just you did that whole thing on me where like if you said don't don't think about penguins, and and so you, of course you're going to think about penguins now because because <laughs> you put that, and now you told me like just. What's the first thing that came into your head? And I had to come out, man. <laughs> it's, it's a bit more like um, streamlined is not the word. But when, when we get into it, you you will understand the the gist of the game. So here we go: Batman or Superman? Ah, uh, it's got to be Batman. Okay, Marvel or DC? Oh, it's actually even though I chose Batman. Okay. Um, because I've just yeah. enjoyed all of the movies like so much, and the ba- the, the DC ones have been totally shit. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, okay, um, Street Fighter, Tekken, or Mortal Kombat? Oh, that's such a difficult one. <laughs> I think it, it each one has its redeeming features, but I think it's gonna be like it's it's probably Tekken okay. because because. I had a we. I just have so many memories playing Tekken against one of my mates, and he just knew this one fucking move on Jack Two that just destroyed all of us. <laughs> and it was so annoying. Who was who was your main character when you played um, Tekken? Oh, um, it was the shit bed. Um, it was Tekken Two, and I think it was on like a place. Was it on PlayStation One or PlayStation Two? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, one I think. PlayStation One. I'm saying, who who was your character? Who did you main with? Who was like uh, the, your go-to character on that game? 
Well, it was Jack too because he had a really fucking easy move. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I didn't I, I got really annoyed by him like that I wasn't it wasn't fair like you know um I I what I always liked the um ah oh, it was like a uh, what's the character's name he was a he had a, like a, a tiger head um it was King oh, wasn't it King, King. Yeah. was it King um yeah and then there was a dude who could like levitate. I quite liked him as well. Um, yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Not Yoshimitsu. Yeah, that's the only person uh, I can think he, of that it might be Yoshimitsu. He, he had, uh, he had, he was like a samurai dude. Yeah. And he had like a little hat, a cool hat and it was like a samurai sword. Yeah, that was Yoshimitsu. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. also cool. For the thing is, like, never let that guy sit down. I, I got, I got a, um, I got to set a scene here. I didn't have a TV when I was a kid, um, <laughs> and um, I didn't have any games consoles or anything like that. So all of my like gaming and like pop culture was um, taken from going around my mate's house mm. or going down the neighbours or you know like stuff like that. Yeah. So. You know, I've, I have the most, as soon as I hit, hit 17 and got a TV for myself and just went and bought one, I went and immersed myself in, like, pop culture and just, like, didn't really come out. I was just, like, put my head down and, and played loads of games. I think I got, like, Final Fantasy VII um, and uh, on the, what was it, on PS1 and just played that to death for, like, hours and hours and hours um, and... Yeah, it was just so. So I say Tekken because I have like a a few memories. I think we even hired a a console one night, uh, like a PS One console, and just played Tekken Two all night long. Oh, wow. Fucking wonderful! In the days when you could go to Blockbuster and like hire a console oh, out. Blockbuster. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Oh, sniff. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. Gonna yeah. move on a little bit because I've got a few more questions. Uh, Batman or Iron Man? A man or Iron Man? Yeah. Oh, was was not this. Right. Is this because I chose like Marvel and DC and like and and Batman? No, these these, these are just the set questions that we have. Ah oh, shit! <laughs> well, it's got to be Iron Man. He's got a suit of iron. It's and he was like, uh, yeah, he was cool. Okay. He was always cool. Goku or Vegeta? Goku. Chi Chi or Bulma? Oh, no, I've no idea. Um, uh, Chi Chi. Uh, subs or dubs? Oh, it's always uh, dubs. Ah, uh, B, <laughs> B, where's, where's where's my B? Nani? Look, there's it depends what you uh, what you're watching though, because the subs um, the the dubs in Studio Ghibli movies are are more often than not amazing. Yeah. Um, but I know I have watched subs uh, like dubs in in other things, and they're horrific. And I've had to switch to dubs. Mm. But uh, I just quite like to sort of like I don't know. It's it, sometimes I don't want to read a load of text. Yeah, I, I get to it. Go back and I listen, you know. And, um, but it depends how much is going on on the screen. Yeah. And if there's like a load of detail that I want to kind of like follow, I don't want to then miss it by reading something. But. That's a. It's just me being a lazy fucker. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Uh, Wolverine or Deadpool? Oh, that's so difficult. <laughs> it's so cool. I think it's got to be Deadpool because he's such an arsehole. Okay, cool. Uh, the best Batman? 
the best Batman? Are we talking like movie Batmans? Um, you could include. Like, uh, well, yeah, let's do movie Batman. But you, if you if you uh, find one of like the cartoon Batmans as well, you can mention them as well. I got one in my head already. No, yes, I've done this before, Martin. These are your questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's got to be um. Oh, uh, what's his face from um from the Dark Knight? Oh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, no, I don't think any. I, he's made such. He made such a good job of of Batman. It was yeah. I was always. I was really impressed by those movies. Nice. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? <gasps> oh, you think you can't ask me that question? This is so unfair. Like I've been watching the Mando. Like right now, it's Star Wars. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, Star Trek Discovery's on at the moment, guys. I'm watching that too. And, I, and I've been watching, I've also been watching like Deep Space Nine, which is a hard like thrash. It is quite cringy and the, the quality is shit. But it's. Do you know what? I've watched a lot It is really good. Isn't really? It? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm determined to. I, I've got a friend who's watched the entire Deep Space Nine like series and the storyline, and he's like, he keeps like. Have you got to this bit yet? And I'm like, no, stop, don't tell me. Like, there's supposed to be some enormous war that's going to happen in it or something like that. But like, oh, damn. haven't quite got there yet. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it. But it is, mm. uh, some of it I'm watching, I'm just like, oh, I don't know, this feels like a little bit too much like a soap opera, mm. just in space. And, and I want a little bit more exploration and mystery. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, but, um, <laughs> Ah, um, in Star Trek Discovery recently, they they had a, an Easter egg in it, which was um, they were trying to find. Get, they they found some sort of like container way in it in the future. Yeah, with um, uh, no, that was when they were going through scrap, and they were talking about um, oh, what was it like automatic locking bolts or something like that? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it, they talk about that in Star Trek Discovery. Like they've got, like, and it's like nobody knows what they actually no, do. They actually do, yeah. I remember <laughs> seeing that episode. Well, I've actually and not even, seen it. <laughs> and even in even in Star Trek Discovery, they're like they they're like, what do they actually do? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, so good. I remember, I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, and the kids, the kids so managed cool. to get their hands on uh, on on the on the these bolts, and then they start like trading them for various different, different like, things. Yeah. All right. So, favorite Spider Man. Oh, it's. I think it's the one from Into the Spider Verse. Okay. Actually, now, yeah, yeah. I do. And, you know, I've I've really enjoyed all of the Spider Mans. You know, each iteration came along. Mm-hmm. What was it, Tobey Maguire and Simon Garfield and um, old what's his face now? Um, Tom uh, Holland. Tom. Yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland. But the spy, I have not watched such a good Spider Man movie as Into the Spider. Into the Spider Verse. He totally took me by surprise as well. I was like, oh, what's this? this is like just an animated Spider-Man. It's probably, you know, it's not going to kind of equate to the proper live action. It was riveting. It was so good. I was totally invested like the whole way through. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, I want to see more. I want, I want to, uh, there's the new, new one. There's going to be Miles Morales, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, I can't wait for that as well. That's going to be so good. All right, so that's your answer. But like, if you had to pick between Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, <gasps> out of them three, who would you pick? Mm, I, I think, um, 
I think Tom Holland's probably the, the funnest out of them all, but yeah. I did always like the way that to- Toby Maguire kind of was the first live action Spider-Man for me. And um, I was, you know, when he did that plate trick where that, you know, like everything falls on the plate and he catches it yeah. and, and he's like showing off to, um, uh, was it Mary Jane? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we've all been like that geek that wants to kind of like be able to pull off some masterful thing. Like, uh, trust me, I'm like six foot five and I hit my head on everything. <laughs> not particularly, you know, as a kid, I grew up just being a lanky fucker with no grace whatsoever. Mm. So that, that was always a good moment. Nah. Um, so this is the last question. Um, you're familiar with Avatar The Last Airbender, right? <gasps> yeah. Okay, if you could bend any element, what would it be? Oh, is it within the, the yeah, realms with, with, of Avatar? Yeah, yeah, within the realms of Avatar. <sighs> Again, it's so difficult because, you know, when you're watching them all, there's so many cool like, elements, but I think it would probably be air. I think that I quite like, always like the kind of like peacefulness and calmness of air. And uh, and and the tricks that you could do with air, you know, like uh, it was cool. I just liked Ang being like the, you know, he he was the only good one who could like bend air out of everything as well. And I, mm. I, I felt like he, he got a bit of a raw deal, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of our quick fire round. Um, I hope that. Yeah, the... Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a quick fire round. Um, I'll, I'll I'll get my coat. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that lets the audience get to know you a little bit better. Um, so we're just going to move on just a little bit here. Uh, Mike, what have you been up to this week? Right, so um, watched Haikyuu season four, episode 10. Third oh, um, episode nine. I need to get back into Star- that. Yeah. Um, Star Trek Discovery uh, season three, episode eight. Um, Abam. So when, did you start- the- Wait, when did you start your Christmas tree? Like um, yesterday. <laughs> okay, cool. You know, one of those people that had it set like from November. Like, no, 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 no. To be fair, even like last year, we didn't even pop the Christmas tree. I am not putting up my um, Christmas tree this year. I don't think 2020 <laughs> deserves me to put up the Christmas tree. It's been that much of a shambles. I know, I know. I've um, got a confession to make, guys. Oh, I, uh, I put my Christmas tree up last weekend, which uh, was the <laughs> 30th of November. <laughs> the fair, the fair <laughs> you wait the extra day. Isn't it? It's not too bad, I uh, guess. Listen, guys, like, this year has been the first ever year since I've had kids that the Christmas tree has not been totally overloaded with every fucking decoration in the wow. box. Like, uh, finally, my kids have got... Uh, maybe we should uh, just put a few on and, like, you know, make it look <laughs> measured. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Um, what was I been up to? Oh yeah, I finally got a chance to watch the gallery. Um, oh nice. I've only seen um, I've only seen episode one, I think, or maybe episode one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the gallery? Yeah. So the gallery is like a behind the scenes um, documentary on the production of the Mandalorian. Um, <gasps> through it, they have like. Um, all the directors 
Um, but the also, directors are so cool. Also, the them. directors from each episode as well, and they talk about their experience on Star Wars, um, why they're passionate about Star Wars, why they chose to do different things. They show you some of the stunt actors. Um, they show you like, um, so with the Mandalorian, um, they're using instead of using green screen, they're using like computer game technology where they're like the set, the entire set for the most part is like a wall of a computer screen. So oh, I think I heard about this. So yeah. When you're so act- they're actually acting with like proper like 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 I imagine when they were uh, when when that massive uh, Jawa um, like yeah. vehicle came along. Yeah. So they- do they have like massive screens everywhere? Yeah, literally watch watch, ah, watch, so watch, cool. watch watch the gallery and it will give you the like behind the scenes and it is absolutely amazing because you know like when you're playing a computer game and like the the screen's kind of like it continuously generates like the the um uh, the, like the scenery the, the, the environment the scenery behind you is mm-hmm. like that in it so everything that they're interacting with is on a screen so they can visually see it. So they're not having to imagine wow. where it's going to be there. And then it's, it's putting in post-production. It's more, I think, are they using Unreal Engine? Yeah. yeah. I want to well, say, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so they're using yeah. the Unreal Engine that, you know, are in games. And yeah, if anyone has watched The Mandalorian, I would highly recommend watching The Gallery because, like, for me personally, I actually probably enjoyed The Gallery more than I did Season 1. Like, just seeing all the directors, wow. hearing them speak, hearing how passionate they are. Um, hear, like, is it Filoni? He's, he's, um, he's the director of The Clone Wars and, like, he is a Star Wars nerd. Do you know what I mean? And, and, he, he, oh, and hearing him break, amazing. hearing him break everything down and talk about it. And then, um, uh, what's her name? But this thing, I mean, the thing is, oh, he's totally riddled. It's totally riddled with like Easter eggs and, and callbacks to like yeah, and he, and, and, they, and they explain that that like, they they actually go into, oh, into all of that. This is so cool, and 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 that's why that's and again that's I said that's why it's like so cool watching it, um because again, <laughs> each director has their own style in it, and obviously you've got Taika Waititi in there as well. So you hear him talking about it, you hear him talk about like why he chose to do certain things. You um get Kathleen Kennedy in there. I know she's not exactly beloved by everyone in Star Wars but she's there she's talking about Star Wars she's talking about like um oh I forgot the name of the black guy do you know what the funny thing is because I, I, I didn't even know he was black um, um and also what was cool you see um in season 2 like episode 11 when um yeah. the laser quest blew up or was like crash landing on that on that planet yeah so yeah. her father was the guy that directed um Apollo 13 so the way that Apollo 13 like crash lands on the moon or whatever in that film, she replicates that with the. This wasn't in gallery yeah. season one because obviously, but like. Well, not damage to her father's work by having it shot that way. And when you see it side by side, you're just like, oh my gosh, that is like so cool. And um, yeah, so in I, I'm looking forward to, um, I hope one. Um, season, season, season two. Yeah, and, um, same here. Season two ends. Right. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that. Um, I'm trying. Sorry, I need to find this guy's name because he's got to know me if I find his name. It's not. 
Who is it? Is it? No, because that's that. She, no. she's, she's the, uh, that, she's the woman that produced the one that I think is the one that said, um, represents the Apollo thirteen. Oh, her directors. Rick, 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 Fumi, 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 Fumi you know, Fumiyawa. Yeah. No, he was black. It was only until I watched the gallery. I was one of those producers, um, producers, directors that you hear about in Hollywood. And like, when I saw him, I was, and he was talking, I was like, I was like, bro, like, damn, you're, yeah. I was like, that was, that was, <laughs> it, it was, it was really cool to see it. And I was, to hear him speak and like, he directed like one of the, in season one, I think he directed the heist um, episode. Mm-hmm. And I think he breaks it down like why he chose to do a highest episode and like you know how he incorporated the action and the story. So yeah, I'm gonna say this again for anyone that enjoys season one of The Mandalorian and you've got Disney Plus, check out the gallery. I think it's eight episodes, features like a different director and it talks about a particular episode of that first season, and it is a fantastic breakdown. Um, but yeah, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I will definitely be doing that. Yeah, man, it's dope, man. Um, <laughs> sorry, mind. Have you have you finished your week? No, that's been done. Yeah, that's been done. All right, so I have been on a bit of a lull with anime. Um, well, <laughs> I've been catching up on other people's podcasts. I've been playing Football Manager, so into anime is kind of taking a back burner. Um, and I've kind of man, you've been playing Football Manager for like a hundred years. Oh, Football you? Manager <laughs> is my game, man. I'm loving. I'm I'm I'm, I'm like halfway through season two of Football Manager as well. And considering our players like five different managers, like that just I've kind of relinquished that I'm not going back to work anytime I may get my to listen like so I'm I'm slowing down on like what listen to other people's podcasts because I'm like now I want to try and get on back to my anime So um I binged watch um God of High School. Um I'm going to still leave it. I think my original rating was probably like a quarter chicken. I'm probably going to bump it up to a half. Once you get, for me, I expected it to be a bit of a realistic anime. Um, you know, but then the very first episode, you saw like some guy get mystically blown up by like some magic hand coming out of nowhere. Um, power inside them that can allow them to do certain things. And I was a little bit thrown off because again, I wasn't expecting something that Kind of thing. Um, once I in a sense got over that, um, I watched it. I enjoyed it for what it was, and I'm looking forward to a season two. Um, Matt Kirby hollered at me a couple of weeks ago and recommended another anime for me. It was called Golden Kamoi. Yeah, yeah and, and, and I was like, "What's it about? How many episodes?" Like, listen, dude, just watch it. Like, I'm not telling you anything about it. Just watch it. All I'm gonna say here, I'm about. Mm, I think I'm about maybe like. 20 episodes in if not more in episode so this one is a little bit more realistic to a certain extent yeah so mm-hmm. it's set in like I want to say feudal Japan but it's set in like that kind of era where where stuff like that in it but like it's the you know the retro guns it? where it's like you know you can only fire a couple of bullets at a time like it's like World War One, maybe They're working on it. Um, 
So like I'm I'm like 24 episodes in and I'm loving it, yeah. But just to it's give you an example of Russia, why... Russo Japanese War. That's yeah. that's where that's where it's based what? in. What's it called? Golden Kamoi. Kamui. Kamoi. Yeah, uh, it's right. K-A- spelled K A M U Y. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I want to say here is on the very first episode, yeah, the main character, yeah, yeah, comes face to face with a bear, yeah, yeah, and he just punches <laughs> the bear in the face. I'm sold. I'm and sold punch, already. And like, and the thing is, yeah, it's not like oh, he punches the bear in the face, he knocks it out. No, it's what would happen if a human punched the bear in the face. Like the bear just looked at it and then just started running and then just started trying to kill him, and it was just so good. I was just like. This guy thinks he's so badass, yeah, that in the face of intimate death, he can just think, fuck it, I'm just going to punch a bear in the face. <laughs> and it, it, it's like so funny and so ridiculous. And, but at the same time, it was so badass, yeah, that I was just like, nah, this is sick. And like, again, I'm, I, I, I'm sold in it. Like, this gets a whole chicken. Um, I'm like yeah, 24, yeah. 25 episodes in. Um, I'm like I'm looking forward to finishing it, and then after that, I'm probably gonna go to the one that you recommended, Steve. I'm gonna watch. Um, was it Tantalus Nano? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that. Oh yeah. I wanna, yeah I'm only I've, I've only seen that first episode. I've seen any more. No, I'm worried because I'll tell a lie. Because like I said, there's two seasons. Of, do you know what's nice, yeah? Because normally, yeah, especially in recent times, yeah, when you get anime, it's normally like episodes, isn't it? Or you're wait, waiting week to week to watch it. I think this one came out in like 2018. So like, it's finished, isn't it? Like season, there's season one, season two. Um, they've um, dropped a season three that started in October 2020. So once this is done, hopefully, uh, or hopefully on Funimation. If not, I'll have to find it online. Um, but it's nice having an anime that's in a sense kind of complete where like I can watch I can just binge it, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not just like... Three days, and like I said, I'm 24 episodes in, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and yeah, it, it's just really good. And I, and I would recommend it to anyone that wants, you know, want, is looking for something new or something um, longer, in a sense, isn't it? Um, other things I've been up to, um, the... On, so Blurred are us all in one word because it doesn't allow you have spaces. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be streaming on there. Mike is going to be streaming on there. Uh, Mike is going to be streaming on there. We're just yeah. having to stall um, mechanics um, to see if, like, if they stream for their individual channels, I can then, wherever they stream, then goes into the Blurred Are Us channel. Um, but yeah, we're still learning how to use it. Like, right now, I'm streaming this episode. It says that only one person's look watching, but from what I can tell, there's actually two people watching. Um, so shout out to Kubzilla, who's stored here. He's, I think he's been there since the beginning, or she's been there since the beginning. Thank and, you very much. And Lurex, L- L- they're still here. Um, at one point, Michael jumped in. At one point, Delvin jumped in. So hopefully, it's coming across nice on Twitch. Um, you know, and um, that'll be something that we'll do as well. We'll have, we'll like. In a sense, for those that jump on Twitch, you're getting this episode live, innit? Um, so you can like, you know, if there's any questions or anything that we say you want to have a conversation about, we can do. Um, but for everybody else, you obviously get this when I drop it out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc. Yes, if you are someone that uses Twitch, please give us a follow on Blurs or Us. Um, I'm predominantly going to be streaming uh, Football Manager, FIFA 21, um, Trails, Trails in the Sky, and a bit of Yu-Gi-Oh. Probably going to be straight. Two, what's what's how do you say it? N- NBA two K NBA two K twenty one yeah NBA two K twenty one 
Uh, he's going to be streaming a bit of Madden. He'll stream on Fever 21. And he's going to be streaming um, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, obviously, because he's got a PS5 as well, it should be nice and slick and run <laughs> super and, and, and run Who's super got a PS5? My Michael, Michael's the only one in the group right now that's out of the Blurs crew that's got a PS5. I'm hoping to get one in the summer. Wow. Wow, um, I think I'm going to get a PS5 in about five years' time. Really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just, I've got a PS4 Pro. Like, well late into the game, and it's, it, I'm really impressed. And <laughs> I just can't justify spending, like, that's how the, much is it? Like, it's 500 pounds. Or something? Yeah, that's the thing, is justifying that spend. Like, I'm hoping, like I said, in the summertime, maybe it'll, it's not going to drop like, by much. 450. Like, yeah, 450, maybe even 400 pounds on a couple of. Game is the digital, digital version, yeah. I think. But, uh, yeah, so that's still that's still a bit of, a bit of Do you know? And, and another reason for me is that, like, obviously, if it wasn't for this pandemic, I would probably still be like working, and I I haven't had the the, the time for gaming as much. But now, in a sense, mm. where I've got a lot more free time. I'm thinking, so mm, you know what, like. In my downtime, like one of the things <laughs> I do like to do and unwind is play some video games. I'm not the best yeah. at them. Like I don't really do shoot 'em ups because I at them. I don't really normally do fighting games either because Marvin um, took out the fun of them when we were younger. Because him, <laughs> he, he would actually so bad. Yeah, Marvin, Marvin and his brothers. Yeah, so there's four of them. Yeah. <laughs> them lot all they did was play computer games, isn't it? So when they we used to, like so when we used to go around, yeah. These guys were amazing at computer games. Like, do you know what? Yeah, like when you're when you're when you're young, yeah, and you're by yourself, and you know, or you you're your younger brother, you play video games, or you play you play the single player mode. You think you think you're sick in it. You think you're amazing. You're like, oh yeah, I'm beating the final boss. <laughs> you think you're good in it, but it's not until you actually go and play other people that are actually good at the game, yeah, that you realize actually your second force. I'm not that good. Like, I kind of suck. So even though I would I would try, I would try. But then, like, literally, Marvel, like, Tekken, yeah, Marvel would just put, like, I use Eddie and Eddie's a, a bitch character anyway, yeah, but, like, I use, I actually, like, up until I met them guys, I used to bottom bash with Eddie and that's how I went, won it. But them guys do, like, frame rates and stuff like that. I was like, nah, do you know, I gotta get good at it. Same with Pokemon. I used to play Pokemon, I was a casual guy, play Pokemon. When I met these guys, I had to learn about EVs, I need to learn about IVs, I had to learn about egg natures. I listen, I had to go into that. I, I had to like I had to like become a student of Pokemon. Like I had to learn. You had to like had to do 252 battles that I get right at to bring up your speed. You had to do listen, we went Try in. Oh we listen defense. So yeah. them so them them guys ruined fighting games for me because they just yeah, they were too good. And same with shooting. I was never good at shooting up games anyway. Like when everyone was big on Call of Duty and playing online, I was just like, mm, you know, I'll go on Call of Duty, I'll get like one kill or twenty deaths. So I'm just like, this game sucks in it like and the thing that used to piss me off is like I'm clearly shooting at the other guy. I sprayed his face in, yeah, <laughs> and literally he will shoot me once and I will die. I'm putting like 20 bullets in this guy's chest, yeah, and he's just like, looking in my face and just laughing, and then I die. And then I'll respawn, I'll take about five steps, then I'll die again. Then I'll respawn, take about two steps, and, and uh, like people. People online, you know when you have to like get like ten kills and you get like a sick perk in it, like you get like um, you get like the radar and you get like you get all these cool little perks for having death streets here. 
Listen, I barely got them, man. And I, I was just like, what's the point of having all these achievements like to get there? Like it's a, it's a, it's impossible. Like so, so that's what motivates you to play harder. Uh, I don't have time to get better. So again, like. <laughs> Even like Fortnite, I didn't, I, I don't, I jumped on Fortnite once and I died in like 10 seconds. Like, you finished 97 out of 99. I was like, fuck this game, and I'm out. Like, like, do you know what I mean? So I don't really do so. You're really just trying to push to hide in and just say, this bro, is I, listen, I do play. that and I still die. Like, do, 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 you know, you know, when you like, like you're new to a game and no one's really explained nothing to you in it. And like, it's got, you've got that like ring of death thing in it. And, um, you know, if you don't like keep up the ring, like you and you're outside, yes. you die in it. Yes. So I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know that. So I was just chilling somewhere, like looking around for some weapons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I just died. I was like, "What the oh, fuck did, is did this?" You, did you forget what kind of game we were playing, bro? I didn't know. This is like when <laughs> Fortnite. This is like when this is this is this is oh, like when, this is like when Fortnite. Yeah. This is like when Fortnite just first first came out, innit? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know it. I didn't know about these battle rogues. I just saw everyone was talking about Fortnite. I was like, you know what? I'm at home. I'm bored. Let me see. Like, do you know what I mean? Have you seen the memes where there's like, oh, you're like a middle your middle-aged man and like in like you know you work in retail or whatever you're just trying yeah. to unwind and play a bit of Fortnite, a bit of call of duty and you're just getting killed in it like by these kids and that was me i was just like i'm just trying to have some fun i'm trying to unwind i'm just i'm just dying like i tried apex once same kind of thing like i'll be shooting a guy and i'll just die and i'm just like you know what forget this do you know the, do you know the only shooting game i've kind of liked yeah well, and I was half decent at yeah because obviously I picked the character that's quite easy to use and that was Overwatch Overwatch was the only first person shooter game that I kind of liked because like every character like even for yeah had a character you could use in it and it, it wasn't literally get spawned and die like you could actually do stuff like you know you could go and capture the flag and do like those stuff that you can do that would prevent you from just like dying and not having fun in the game and um so yeah, that's why again, there's certain games I don't play in it, but I'm looking forward to like seeing you what games that like, you guys are gonna be streaming. Um and then obviously, you know, if I'm in the chat and anyone asks any questions, I can interact with them. Uh again, it's another platform that we can be on, you know, to promote the podcast. Um I think right now we've got eighteen people following us. Um we need to get fifty to get to um I think it's affiliate status or something like that. Yeah, so we yeah. need fifty people, so we need another 22 people yeah no 32 people we need another 32 people to blur us channel um and i think we need an average of three viewers um per stream and, and over over like mm-hmm. a 30 day period so guys um that listen to this guys that have been following us for a while if you are someone that uses twitch um like i said forgive us a follow um if you see us streaming come ch- come jump in for a couple of minutes um ask us any questions um it's not always going to be me like i said it's sometimes going to be mine sometimes going to be my car um you know and then again not just us you know of course the community there's a couple of our friends um that we um were like in like a little network in it like a podcasting network so again um you know the guys over at nerd porn you got uh his streaming name is sammy savage 48 i want to say um that one of them guys out uh check out some of their content like you know them guys play fighting games so if you're someone that's into fighting games want to see people that are actually good play fighting games you can do that um i might do a couple of like uh league of legends streams like like you know having a new played league of legends um at some point i might even get a capture card so i can stream um 
me playing on the Switch. Uh, on the Switch, I, like, I love playing Tetris 99. Uh, Tetris mm-hmm. 99, or if you like today, like, I enjoy playing that. Um, I've only won once, um, but, you know, majority of the time I finish in the top 50, a couple of times I finish in the top 10. So, you know, like I said, I'm going to use this time where I fully know that I'm not going to go to work and I can literally go to bed at 6 o'clock in the morning and stuff, streaming. Um, so recently I've been streaming like at midnight in it and going into the morning. So obviously that's like a lot of our American people can uh, watch that. Uh, but again, as things go on, I'm going to probably stream in like in the afternoon UK time, streaming a bit on the PlayStation 4. Oh, again, that's like me bear talking about Twitch and self-promoting <laughs> on Twitch. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm going to save that till later. Um, I'm going to save that one also till later. People are just like, what's this guy talking about? Hey, listen, yeah. All right. Last weekend, Obviously, the headline fight was Mike Tyson versus, um, I want to say, Royce Jones Jr. No, Royce Jones Jr. Anyway, Mike Tyson versus the other guy that I'm sorry I'd be disrespectful, yeah? So, I stayed, I, for whatever strange reason, I couldn't sleep in this. I was like, you know what? Let me start for the fight. I watched the first fight. I was like, eh, it was all right. Uh, stayed for the second fight. I was like, ah, that was a, that was a decent fight. The third fight, yeah, the third fight I stayed up for because it was just bantering it. It was um, Nate Robinson, who's an ex-NBA NBA player. Yeah, versus um, Jake Paul, who is a Logan. I think this is either going to be second or third, like professional fight. Um, but he's like had a, a few other like charity. You know, he's talked a lot of shit in it. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want Nate Robinson to, to be. What Nate Robinson, yeah. And then obviously, like, before this fight happened, Nate Robinson been talking a lot of shit as well. Now, since two amateurs um, fighting, um, yeah, basically told the two, there were two amateurs fighting. Um, sorry, hold on. What? what? Knocked the fuck out of Nate Robinson. It was disgusting. <laughs> As against Stevie, you were ranting on Facebook. I was like, "Oh, bro, I listen. I was. You were like, fam. Like it was one of those ones, yeah. Like as a, as a, as a black man, yeah. The way he got knocked out by this, um." Mm, he he's had his issues follow him like that in this, I wouldn't know but he's had his issues in it but for you to, as a black man to get knocked out like that by a white DJ it hurt my soul but at the same time yeah, I was just like you know what yeah like good in it like sometimes you gotta humble yourself in it and Nate Robinson was talking a lot of shit in it because obviously athlete do you know what I mean like he probably from the age of three has worked his life as a professional, yeah, all the way until he retired, and even then he's kept himself for the most part in real. So he's obviously been mouth mouthing off, yeah, at the, like you know, just because you're a YouTube celebrity and you won a couple of boxing matches against like other celebrities who you know, you know, they've had had a couple of months training, they're not actually technically athletes in a sense, yeah. Don't think you're gonna beat me up. I wanna listen, when I tell you the way he got knocked out, yeah, and the way the means like this is 2020, innit? 
Yeah, and it's been like this for a while. Isn't it? Like, if you do something dumb, funny, or stupid, the internet is going to eat you alive, innit? Memes are going to be created out of you. You're going to be trending on Twitter. And when I say the memes were absolutely golden, I was, I was laughing. I was retweeting. I was interacting with people. Like, oh, I was like, listen, the memes were golden. And like you said, Steve, there was a couple of people that didn't really know what was going on. And some people reached out to me and I sent them the clip of the knockout. And then I sent them some of the memes and they were just like, wow. They, they, they understood <laughs> it. And it, this is, this is the world that we live in. You gotta be careful what you put out there in it because like, you, you, you've like, he taught so much. He's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna do this for my NBA fraternity. I'm gonna do this for my kids. Like now, yeah. Imagine <laughs> if your kid is bad. Yeah. And you try to tell off your child. Your child's gonna turn around and say, you got knocked the fuck out by Jake Paul, man. <laughs> Dad, go to your room. Like, like, what? Oh my gosh. Imagine. I, I, imagine. Like, I, I would be upset. Like, I probably wouldn't even take another fight. But even then, yeah. It's the, it's, do you know what? It's not even that he lost, yeah. It's how he lost. Like, literally, Ooh. he could have been knocked out in the first round in the first, like, 30 seconds. The ref blighted him. He got knocked down to the, he got knocked down twice, yeah. And the ref, like, gave him a 20 count. Before, and let him come back and, f- and continue fighting and he was out for the count it. like he was he was dead like he he went to the afterlife like there was there was no coming back like he he was out. he took a nap he took the best nap he had in his life like <laughs> oh my <laughs> days fam it was absolutely <laughs> disgusting man I, I, oh my oh, days Nate God. Robinson man you you uh, listen like like he ain't allowed back in the hood like you you know the <laughs> much, like yeah, he ain't like you know what I mean like he ain't allowed back like he's actually gonna have to go out and kill somebody that like his, his street cred is oh, his street cred oh, his street it, it wasn't that deep it dude. was Come bro oh, no nah, listen, listen like I said if like I don't follow I don't I don't follow the, the entire YouTube celebrity things that deep in it, but like obviously when like um I think it was um J um oh um Logan Paul versus KSI and then mm-hmm. it was and then on the undercard was Didi who was uh, I think I wanna say his name's Didi who's um KSI's younger brother versus um Jake Paul who's um Logan Paul's younger brother in it. And then obviously when that happened that's like you know a lot of people were like ah oh, why are we now getting YouTube stars participating like exhibition boxing matches and obviously at that time like the um what do you call it the views for boxing have kind of trended down it a lot of people weren't buying um box office matches to watch the boxing and stuff like that so th- mm-hmm. this was kind of their way of like you know injecting some of the young people to watch boxing because a lot of young people watch these youtube stars in it and like it's it's turning more into the event that boxing used to be back in the day where it's like mm-hmm. a draw like everyone would see Mike Tyson and watch um you, uh well what's oh I forgot his name Muhammad, not Muhammad well obviously Muhammad Ali but that's obviously like well before our time but like those kind of fires in it like people wanted to watch fires in it and it's kind of died down and it for me it's a good thing in it like the what you can do for your whatever you can do for your sport to, in a sense put bombs in seats in it and get paid and get your money in, like I like then it, but it's just one of those ones here. Like, you can't talk smack and then get knocked out like that. You can't do it. You can't do it. Like, and and when when you're someone that's like 
an athlete, like you say yourself, you're an athlete in it, like, and you're representing all these different people, and to come out and put a performance like that, like, I would have liked to, uh, at least he went to like round three, and he actually threw in a couple of punches himself. Like, uh, you, you, this was, have you not seen Rocky when, when, <laughs> um, when Apollo Creed gets knocked, if not that, killed by Drogo? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was on them levels, man. It, it, it was, it was funny as fuck, man. And yeah, so guys, I'm telling you, um, that made my These memes, us. these memes are, some of these memes are brutal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, the toys in Toy Story where they hit Andy coming into his room. It's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Uh, I love it, man. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, there's um, one I sent to the group where it's, uh, is where Kropika kills um one of the what's it called? One of the, mm. Um So yeah, I've got one I've got that one there as well. Yeah. Uh, man, that was absolutely you, have to, you, have to, you have to know what it is, yeah. You have to see the picture to get the reference. Listen, but, it's, it's just mad yeah. how many memes and the memes the memes transcended generations, isn't it? There was like anime memes about it, there was like movie references about it. Um so so much man. So many things, man. Um, all right, so uh, this is... I don't know how this is going to come across. Uh, hopefully, it comes across well. Um, so, obviously, like, you know, we do this for fun, in it? Like, we did this for the love of, in a sense, talking shit, getting... To, well, we can't get together in COVID times, but, you know, normally getting together and, like, you know, talking about shows that we love and, you know, talking... And, and again, like, I want to put it out, like, you know... We generally try and like talk about things from a black perspective, innit? Um, and we try and obviously promote black ideas or we try to anyway. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's always nice, like, you know, when we hear back from our communities, so to speak, innit? So, um, I was, I was having an okayish day, not the best day in the world, but, um, one, someone that follows on Instagram reached out to me and, uh, left mm-hmm. a message, innit? Uh, actually, a really cool message, yeah. And I'm actually gonna try and play it on the episode. So let's. Oh, see. lovely. What up, Blurs? By us is um your boy Clutch, the boy one the six Robin, aka Semfokage. Um, yo, I just wanted to say, man, I just got listen, finished listening to your latest podcast. It was pretty dope, man. Um, I really fuck with it, so I'm definitely gonna add it to my podcast playlist that I'll be listening to during work and shit like that. So I can try my best to keep up with y'all. Really love what y'all doing, the community. Love the dynamic. And hey, I see I um into like you know the movies and comics as well. Well, um, I just came out with a short music film. Um. Dick Grayson, uh, it's called The New Robin, um, inspired by, like, you know, Dick Grayson, uh, like, Nightwing and shit like that, is, you know, me, um, on my way becoming the first Black Robin, and I really think y'all like it, it's, you know, independent in-house film type shit, um, and I think I'm gonna, you know, go further with it, because I think I'm gonna get a bigger budget and make this a little series, so let me know what y'all think, and, yeah, have a good one. So, I, that, that was sick in it, like, that made me feel like, I was buzzing in it. I was like, yeah, this is, it's guys, it's like, and I said, it's like, it's always nice to hear back from people that listen to the show and know that, you know, mm-hmm. even if there's only like 20 people listening that, that people appreciate what you do. Now, yeah, so this guy is, so this guy's Instagram, yeah, is, uh, wait, hold on. Cause it's clutch the boy wonder. Wait, is that, what, let me get, so it's clutch underscore boy wonder in it. So, um, he sent me a video. Um, like, you know, when people do like their own, do like their own, like, short movies, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
So he's he's done one yeah of him being of the first black Robin in it yeah, and like I'm not gonna lie to you guys yet, it's actually sick in it. So um, I watched him for him to email it to me. And uh, cause obviously I'm a little bit more active on, on Facebook. So I'm going to share it to the Facebook page. Share it to our Facebook here. And it's dope in it. Cause like, he's got like, obviously the live action of, of, of the scene of like, you know, him talking to Nightwing and saying like, you know, I want to be the next Robin. Like, why don't you train me? I've, and I think, um, I'm not 100%, but I think like he's overlaid, um, one of like, or like the audio for one of the anime scenes where, um, Nightwing is having a conversation with Damien and basically saying to him like, "Yo, like you're not ready to be a Robin, in it." And then like, he, um, it's then he's so he's running up the stairs chasing after a bad guy. He captures the bad guy, beats up the bad guy, yeah, and puts the bad guy on the floor in it. And then Nightwing turns up and he's like, "Look, like what are you doing? Like this is like my territory, in it." And he he's like, "Well, you know." Batman's got Gotham, you've got Bloodhaven, like, let me have New York kind of thing, like, you lot can't all, all be at the same place at the same time, innit? like, I'm ready to be, like, I'm ready to be the next Robin, innit? Let, like, let me show you, innit? and then Nightwing's like, mm, nah, G, you're not ready, well, not nah, G, but like, Nightwing's like, nah, you're not ready, innit? Yeah. and then obviously him being like a black Robin's like, bro, like, come on, man, like, I'm ready, like, let me show you my take, like, let me show you what's up, innit? and then obviously, like, he does a really sick fight scene, yeah, and what I really like, yeah, is like, when he does the fight scene, there, so they're fighting on the rooftop here, but he slices it in with, um, another like fight scene that they're doing like out in the forest, like training and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he keeps on like flicking back and forth from that. And like, what I think is the most dopest bit here, he gets to like, he's like, he's playing, he's playing one of, uh, he's playing a song in the background, isn't it? which I'm gonna play a little snippet of the song as well. Yeah. Which I think the song is hard. Yeah. Um, and, um, as the song is playing, yeah, there's a bit where like the guy's rapping and he's rapping about Teen Titans, isn't it? And then in during the rap bit, it transitions to like the the um Teen t- a snippet of like the Teen Titans, and the way his transition is just done so well, and then it comes back to them fighting again. Like, dude, um, I don't know when you're gonna listen to this, but I do hope you get a bigger budget for this. I ho- do hope like you know. You could kind of like make a YouTube series out of this. And I do hope that, you know, this gets to the eyes of like someone in Hollywood. 100%. <laughs> and, um, you get picked up, man. Cause like, I just rate what you're doing in it. And like, when I was watching it, it kind of reminds me, um, is it Sam, have you, do you know Sam, Sam, uh, I'm probably saying her name absolutely wrong. I think Samu Radar. Samu sounds so horrible. Basically, there's a, there's a UK chick here that, um, is like, does a lot of like her own stunts and stuff in it. And she puts videos out there and like, his video kind of reminded me of what she does in it. And, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be just nice to see, it'll be just nice to see someone, someone mean. Um, so like I said, I'm probably going to put the link and, um, yeah, so clutch the boy, clutch underscore the boy wonder. Guys, go check out the video. Uh, I want to play a quick little, and he does music as well, which obviously everyone nowadays does music in it, but I'm going to play a little snippet of the song that he uses in the, um, the video. Uh, it's actually done by one of his friends. But you, like I said, he also does music as well. But again, I think the song is cold as well. So I'm just gonna play a small little snippet. Yeah, you already know, man. I get to work. It's time to go into the field, man. I get to work. Get this dude Joe Chill. Robin, I get to. Yo, I'm coming right now. I get to work with Bruce Wayne. It's the bad fam against the entire nation. Beating enemies up, now they're dying patience. Guns popping like we frying grease. And I'm an acrobat, told them a trick or two. I'm giving you bad man training needs to the head and it's splitting to you. Came to the wrong city, pal. Yo, when I tell you, yeah, like, you, uh, you, 
I'm gonna put the link to the the song as well into um, the show notes here. But like, it might, so what makes it work here is that there's a fight scene with that music in the background, and the choreography like matches so well to the music. And like I said, like it's just cold the fact that obviously you know like I'm a nerd in it. So when I hear people using nerd lyrics in their music here, yeah, it just was like that's how far we've come in it. Where like. You can use those references and it's been it's seen as cool. Like back in the day, you got bullied for liking nerd shit, you know what I mean? Like it weren't yeah, it yeah. weren't the coolest thing in there, do you know what I mean? So uh shouts out to for sending that voice note and shout out for him for what he's doing, man, and I hope it blows up in it like again. Um and I even reached out to her said to you know, when when hopefully in Jang's um are a little bit more settled than that, like wanna hopefully have him on and we can, you know, find out more about him, like find out how you go into editing, how you go into fighting, uh, well, not fighting, but like choreographing, um, a thing in it. And one little snippet that I want to say is, oh, yeah, I thought it was really cool that he had his own man in the chair. And again, it was just nice how it's done in it. So if you haven't, like, I, I posted in the groups, so I don't know if you saw it, Martin, but if you guys, um, I haven't seen it yet. Ah, uh, man, listen, you don't need to check it out. When did you post it in the group? I posted in the group, like, yesterday evening. I was like, guys, go follow this guy and also check out the video. <laughs> I'm checking oh, it out right now. It's very uh, cool. It's you really cool. It's cool, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, no. I'm, uh, where's this guy from? Where, what is he? Just like just some random dude who's like so he's guy and like able to create his own stuff, or is he is he doing this under some sort of like production company, or is it just entirely him? So like, I think it's mate? I think it's him with like I think he's created like his own uh, production company, but like it is. Him and his friends in it that I've put this together, and oh, I, man, at, this at, is so cool. at the end of it, he's got like his own logo and stuff and things like that in it. So maybe at the end, you can like see what the production company is. But like again, I hope you know, you know, he's obviously starting on Instagram, but I hope like it blows up in it because it's cool in it and it's a, it's a nice little take. Do you know what I mean? And considering like you know, he's probably not got the biggest budget in the world here. Like the costumes look pretty decent, pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Um, you know, they're obviously, it's not Hollywood budget. So, you know, they're not Hollywood costumes, but for what they've got, it looks sick. And that's like one of the things why, like, when they did Teen right. Tat, when they did Titans, um, the first season, I was a little bit annoyed because I was like, I've gone to Comic Con and I've seen cosplayers have better outfits than what you're showing <laughs> me in, t- in season one of Titans. And you lot have a Hollywood budget in it. So, you know, the fact that, you know, whatever small budget they have, they've done such a remarkable job on it. Yeah. Like, I'm impressed with it. And I'm like, I would like to see what he could do moving forward. And obviously, the, mm, I would say with the charisma or a negative thing, yeah, like, to see his take on, like, another uh, actual, like, a, a character that's already been done, that's already um, black, rather than, again, taking a character that's white and um, race, race swapping it. I'd rather... You know, like games like to see. Um, is it oh, not Nightwing? Yeah. What, is it Black 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 Wing? No, it's uh, Batwing. Batwing. <laughs> I would like to see his take on Batwing because obviously that is a, a Batman uh, a Batman character that is already black in it. I'd like to see his take on that. Or do you know what would be cool? And I don't know how how you'd want to do it, but I wouldn't mind seeing his take on Static Shock. Because obviously so there's rumors out there that they want to do a static shot. You know, if he maybe puts himself out there as a really cool static shot, you know, maybe when it comes to audition time for static shot, they might invite him down to come and audition 
and see where it goes. Do you know what I mean? Because, um, yeah, that again, it'll be cool to see. And I hope we can have a, a, a do an episode with him on because, like, I have so many questions to ask. Like, I want to know, like, what state he's from, um, mm. like, what's his background. Like, you know, obviously, with us guys love American football. Has he played American football before? Like, do you know what I mean? What's, what's his, like, athletic background? I have so many questions. So, it, 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 it was just, I, it, obviously, I spoke to him a little bit on Instagram, but it would be just cool to have him on and have a little conversation, um, on that. Um, all right, we're back here. Yeah. Do, you know, do, you know, do you know what's funny? I paused on the recording, but I didn't pause on Twitch. So whatever you guys said on Twitch, yeah, to whoever's still listening on Twitch heard all of that. Yep, that's <laughs> absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, me, me talking about Tom Hardy being yeah, talking about Tom Hardy yeah. to, to do. Do you know uh, I should have I shouldn't I shouldn't even have paused. I should just let let you guys go on attacking. Me imagining you pissing in a in a bucket or, <laughs> nah, nah, or nah, nah, I wanna use the bathroom man. I'm not I'm not a professional like those other podcasts that just you know someone just have a just someone just having a piss bucket right next to them and just go and then come back like that. Ladders of steel. Nah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I have to go use the bathroom, man. Um but yeah, no, um like I said, the the video is really cool. Um I'm I'm gonna hopefully share it on Facebook. I get a lot more uh, interaction from people. Um, and then I'll last, hopefully they'll go and, um, um, but yeah, no, I would want to see him do a take on Static Shock, um, and, you know, see where it goes from there, man. Um, because I would love to do acting. I don't have the, the face or the body for acting, but I would love to do it. Um, yes, you do. oh, come on, what are you saying? Nah, no, nah, you're no, gonna man. face on the body fact. Nah, hey, I, Lana, I, I, you I, are perfect to come online. That's what I'm saying. I'm not playing no damn online. <laughs> yeah. Yo, if I was hench, man, I like you, what, you, you don't need to be hench. No, you're like you're, a fucking Adonis already, man. <laughs> oh, thanks, darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. Cause obviously, like when I was in college, there was one time where I actually me like me Marvin and um, a couple of other guys like I actually like choreographed, uh, choreographed. Oh, I don't even know how to say the word choreography. Yeah, but we, like I, I created like my own fight scene, and it was really cool. It was only about like a minute. It won't even say it was that, but like it was just cool. It was a bit of fun. Like, but again, when you don't know that like, you can like make a career out of that kind of thing, you don't know to pursue it. Because again, mm-hmm. that would have been something like oh, with with the head I have now. I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I should like you know done some film studies, you know, uh, again, if I'd have kept myself in shape, yeah, I would have loved to be a stunt person. Are you crazy? Like, doing all those fight scenes <laughs> with the choreography, doing a bit of martial arts. Like, ah, oh, man, I was all about, like, I, I was big on Kung Fu movies when I was younger as well, man. I loved all that shit, man. So, to see someone else do it, and like, I love seeing that because, um, is, is it King Vitalis? You know the ones that do the um the stupid Naruto ones where they do the the head bopping. Uh, Have you seen them ones? Like yeah. I'm I, I'm gassed to now see them doing that that stuff like that as well because like again growing up here you didn't really see people doing that stuff putting it on TV like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's really cool seeing and like some of their videos you, are you absolutely- King, King Vader. King Vader, thank you. Yeah. So like his videos are funny and like also some of them are really good. Like they're well crowfed, they're well edited. You know, he's got some really interesting songs in there. He's obviously he's done it with his friends and like they're big now. They they put out like really good videos, in it? And then mm-hmm. um uh there's one other YouTube star who's actually like 
in Netflix, or not YouTube stuff, but he's like, a, he started off on Facebook, innit? He's like a Facebook comedian, but like, he's now in like Netflix movies and you see him in different shows and stuff like, you know, so you don't know where you can start. In. And then speaking of where you can start, yeah, um, what's his name? Oh, he plays Cyborg in, um, um, what's that show called? Not Inhumans. What's that one with all the ragtag people? It's got Cyborg, it's got Robot Man, it's got... it's a Cyborg DC, Robot Man? Yeah, it's a DC product. It's a TV show. No idea, this is going over my head. Oh, what? Oh, oh um, is it not... Um, Legend, no, Legend, Doom, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, that's yeah. it, thank you. Oh, um, right. I forgot okay. the name of... I've got, well, we I've, haven't really um, had access to that though, have we, in no. the UK? Um, is it not? I've seen it. Is it not Amazon Prime over here in the UK? No, I think that you've got to get some sort of like special like DC yeah. pass or something, haven't you? Yeah. No, I thought it was because obviously it, Titans is on Netflix. So I thought Doom Patrol was on Amazon. No, no, yeah. I've got Amazon. I've I've seen them advertise it, but you have to have some some sort of like uh, premium subscription or something like that. If it is, fuck, I'm getting on that straight away. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere. But again, like, all I'm saying is, like, look at um, look at Jovian Wade. Like, he started off doing the Mandem on the Wall thing, yeah? And, like, he's now, you know, he was in The Last Purge. He was in... He's now starring in Doom Patrol. Like, he's doing well for himself, isn't it? And, like, again, he started as someone that was, you know, putting up fun little videos of him and his, his friends doing stuff on YouTube. And he's obviously blown into a star in it. So, again, like I said... You know, supply and um, check out his work, and you never know. Like in the next year or so, you might see him on your on your big or little screen, innit? and um, you can be like, "Oh yeah, man, I know that guy." Like the Birds of Us guys were talking about him like before he was big, and I'm like, "Yeah, you see what we did there, like gang, gang." Um, but yeah, been been on that been on that for a little bit, way too, way longer than I expected, man. Because um, there's a there's a lot of stuff we could cover. Oh. Um, couple more little things for me. So, obviously, we live in a very how do I put it? Mm, we live in a we live in like a careful world, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I was careful as a word, but basically, um, the 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 guys over and um nerds, formerly known as nerd porn, um, before they do an episode, they normally put up um, a post saying, "Hey guys, you know we're gonna record on a Friday." Um, you know, do you have any questions for us? And then I think I must ask them, like, oh, what, um, games of 2021 are you looking forward to the most? Fair enough question. And I think underneath the post, someone was like, oh, like, you know, how's Keith? Like, we miss Keith, bring back Keith kind of thing. And, um, Keith's one of the other hosts, but he's like been a bit busy, so he's not really been on the show for a while. And, um, I must have commented, um, oh, let me see, I got it. I, 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 I think I commented, I love, I, I miss you like a fat kid loves cake, innit? Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't get any chip for that, did you? Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Let me delete it. Hold on. Oh damn. Uh, that is so good. Did I delete it? No, I'm, I'm gonna Maybe. find it so I can bring up exactly. People get triggered. Far too easily these days. I'm because I want to. Like, I want to say exactly what Facebook said to me. Ah, uh, what is in like wait, Facebook wait, wait. community, or did Facebook actually like? All right, so here, here, so, hold on, hold on. Um, so I think someone said, you know, no, so someone's like, 
um, what, what's happened to Keith in it? And they respond, no, Keith responded, hey guys, I'm still, I'm still about, like, I'm still involved, but you know, I'm doing like one of my hobbies and like work's getting a bit too much, but like, you know, I miss podcasting kind of thing, innit? And then I responded, miss you like a fat kid loves cake. Hope all, <laughs> hope all the family are good too, broski. And then this is what, I, this is what I got from Facebook. Your comments may go against our community standards. It looks similar to others that were removed for bullying or harassment. So obviously, you know, nice stuff about you know his his family being good. It, you know, the, the funny <laughs> thing is, yeah, like it, it, I was trying to be clever in it. I was using um, Fifty Cent's lyrics from uh, Twenty One Questions when he says, um, "What did he say again?" I love you like a fat kid loves cake, innit? Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I've just used that to say, say, I miss you like a fat kid loves cake, innit? Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to bully nobody. I'm not trying to harass nobody. Uh, and the fact that they sent me a message saying like, oh, you know, this could be potentially bullying. I was like, bro, Facebook, chill, man. Like, relax. Like, what? It, it just made me laugh, innit? And I had to think, it was just like, wow, how how can someone read this and think it's, it, it's bullying? Do you know what I mean? So like, do, you think that, do you think that happened because somebody like reported to your comment? No, no, I, I think it's just because I think it's because it's got fat kid in it and obviously someone yeah. obviously that ties in with bullying it, which fair yeah. enough. And, and, and again, I understand Facebook have a responsibility, especially in today's world to kind of like prevent bullying and stuff like that in it. But like, I just, and obviously I'm going to guess that there's, it's done by an algorithm. It's not someone sat there and saw it flash up and read it. Cause I, I think anyone with common sense would read that comment and realize that, oh, he's just saying yeah. he misses his friend in it. Like, do you know what I mean? He's yeah. not saying so his So he didn't fr- actually get like real people, like, yeah, no, 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 on no, one, no, no one, sent, yeah, no one sent me a direct message and no one on the, on the feed said anything. But again, yeah. it was no, like, that's good. Because uh, I thought you were gonna. I think you were saying that you you got a lot of jit from people. Oh, no, 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 no. But it's the fact that Facebook <laughs> Facebook sent me a message basically saying, "Um, excuse me, are you sure you want to post that?" And I was like, Bro, "Like, <laughs> dude, just chill, man." Um, but that made me, that made me laugh at it. Um, so that gave me jokes. Um, we are now gonna talk about Mando the Mandalorian. Um, yeah. I was gonna say, did my battery die on my damn tablet? No, it didn't. All right. So before we, oh, do you know what I should? Do you know what? Two things I'm gonna do. First, I'm gonna play this. So just just get the get that spoil spoiler warning out of the way because we're gonna be getting into spoilers for the Mandalorian season two. So guys, if you have not watch the latest episode of the Mandalorian. Please watch it. Um, pause this episode. Um, go watch the episode and come back and listen to this. Or you can fast forward about five to ten minutes. Um, and then you can come back and we'll hope remove the other stuff. So you have about 30 seconds before we get into the Mandalorian talk where I'm gonna, well, this is not what I was meant to play. But I'm gonna, <laughs> that's, yeah. <sighs> You had one job, Nana. Listen, it's so hard where YouTube just obs- consistently just wants to do crazy adverts like every 30 seconds. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, YouTube wants to throw in an advert. So you've got about 30 seconds and then we're going to go into Mandalorian talk. Hand eyes. 
did you say had that? Ah, that is a throwback to pop culture leftovers. I cannot think of like Star Wars without thinking about like uh, that spoiler. Do you know? What? I love it. That's like that's one of that's one of my favorite episodes because like. I didn't realize he was gonna drop it. I was like, "Motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "What?" Like, that, like, because them guys are normally really good about dropping spoiler bumpers. You know, like Brian normally catches people and is like, "Hey guys, you're getting into spoiler territory. Stop in it." And I was just, I was just like, "Do you know when you just like you're just walking down the road and just the car just hits you out of nowhere? It was just literally just blindsided me." And I was like, and then I, it, it was so funny that it was like, I couldn't even be mad at it because it's just like the way it came out and the way it was like, so that, oh man, too funny. All right. So guys, we're going to be talking about the Mandalorian. Um, the title of the episode is Tragedy. Um, this episode was directed by one of my favorite directors. Um, absolutely stupendous. And this is one of, this is, um, this is my favorite episode so far in it. So, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, um, yeah, one of my favorite episodes so far. Uh, I'm gonna let Steven binge watching all the episodes. What did you think of this episode? Well, holy fucking shit. I saw <laughs> earlier in, like, uh, in, in like a couple of episodes back, they had that, like, character when he was on, um, he got, he, he got the second Mandalorian armor. Off of uh, oh, what was the what's that, what was that planet that he was on? Oh, Tatooine. Um, no, Tatooine. And yeah. then and they showed right at the end, like someone was watching him, like speed away, and he had like this like staff on his back, and I was like, oh, I wonder who that is. <laughs> it's got to be someone like who's like keeping an eye on him. And then of course, a big fucking really reveal, Boba Fett is back mm-hmm. and. I just totally shit my pants. Uh, it was it was so good. Like uh, there was so much going on in this episode, and I think it was only like thirty-three minutes or something. It was really short. But um, do you know what? It was enough in it. Like, and and he put so much in. I was, I was just like, oh my god, there's so much in this. There's so many reveals and. I, I oh, yeah. I thought it was just a perfect episode. So sorry, I, I was blanking on the name. Robert Rodriguez, isn't it? Um, he's one of my favorite directors. He did El Mariachi, Mariachi uh, he did From Dust Till Dawn, it? and he's the creator of Spy Kids. Um, it was short and sweet, and there was enough action. There was enough storytelling. It, it, it was just the, the the pacing of it was just on point. It didn't feel too slow. It didn't feel too far. It was just perfect, in it. And oh, it, it it was just a great episode, and the fact like like you said, we got Boba Fett in there, um, we got the girl from the very first episode as well. She was back. Um, I was shouting at the screen when they were running up, like running up the hill, like yeah, I can't <laughs> run enough, fast enough, like they, like, and I was like. Where's the fucking jetpack? Oh my gosh, that's that's exactly what I said. I was like, where? What? Why did you not put the jetpack on? And like, the moment you saw his, oh my gosh, yeah, I thought like, oh, why don't not? Why don't you tell Boba Fett to go and get the jetpack? I mean, Boba Fett to go fly and save the baby because he's got his jetpack on. Yeah, no, but he fucked off to go and uh, get the the ship, didn't he? Like, yeah. 
I don't know. It just, they, uh, I loved it. But at the same time, I, I was a little, as a little bit of me was a little bit frustrated by, by the, it felt just too, like, I, I was like, oh, I think uh, he's going to, he, he said to, like, oh, Grogu, because um, we know his name now. Holy fucking shit. Um, <laughs> he's got a name. Um, like, I'll, I'll, be back you know like don't go anywhere and um I'll, I'll keep them off you and he turns his back and of course then he comes out of his trance grogu comes out of his tra- trance and kind of flops over and you're like oh i wonder what's gonna happen next i know someone down and they're gonna be they're not gonna be able to get up there in time and they're gonna nick the the child and it it kind of my little bugbear about this was it like it happening exactly how i thought it was gonna happen but that doesn't take away from the fact that it was just entirely satisfying. The whole episode was just like, oh, yes! It was like everybody was giving me everything on a platter. Like, oh, you want a bit of uh, Bob and Pet? Yeah, sure. Oh, you want a, a jetpack? Uh, you want this? And you want, like, um, he does, like, steps forward at one point and flips his little, like, laser vision thing down and shoots the... The one thing out there, the one ship out of the sky, and it then crashes into the other. I was like, "Yes!" All of that that was like so, like, oh, it was it was almost gratuitous. It was like that's that that's satisfying. Mm. Listen, but, yeah, his, his mine's like again, our, our kind of he's kind of been promoted to our Star Wars expert. Yeah, <laughs> what is Stormtroopers' armor made out of? Because it's absolutely shit. Because like, it looked like polystyrene the way that guy was just absolutely beating the shit out of them. Yeah, he totally took chunks out of them, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, just getting clobbered left, right, and centre of the armor. I mean, what can I say? So the armor is actually very similar to the phase two clone trooper armor. Um you know, light easy sorry, light easy to wear and um what was it very often mass produced. So that's basically what they're using. Uh, but to some stormtroopers, they have obviously uh, improvements in the armor. Um, okay. Stormtroopers are so shit at shooting. Mm-hmm. It's actually because of the helmets. The helmets are made in such a way, very, very clunky. I can't see straight. That's been referenced to so. That's excellent. Because they did, they did drop a few kind of like, um, like there was. I noticed there's quite like a, quite a few comedy moments throughout this series. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of the things that uh, when he meets the other um, Mandalorians who are not part of his like strict order, yeah, who uh, and uh, Bo-Katan and uh, Bo Katan, yeah. and that's played by um, oh, it's, who, who's the, the the actress? She's she's from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, I was looking, I was like, oh, I know this face, I know this, face. and it suddenly clicked halfway through. I was like, oh, I love this program. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I properly nerded out when I saw her because yeah. Bukatan also makes an appearance in the um, Clone Wars, the 3D Clone Wars animated series. Um, yeah, it's badass. Ooh. Cool. Yeah, so it's absolutely uh, great scene in this one as well. And then, and in that in that episode, they're talking about how shit the uh, the stormtroopers' like accuracy is. Yeah, but I I, I got from this that like um. Like they're they're wearing armor, but like Boba Fett and um and the Man- and Mando 
Yeah, like Boba Fett is just so badass. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. Hundred percent like completely destroy them with his with his staff. And again with um with with Boba Fett with uh, Mando, his armor is this you know, like Mandalorian well, Beskar steel. Hmm. So it you know, you can shoot it, you can attack it with a a fucking lightsaber and it doesn't cut get cut or yeah. anything, you know, like that that's how amazing it is. And I thought they did a really good job of like actually explaining like showing you this is why Beskar Steel is so sought after because mm. nothing can fucking touch it. You know? <laughs> I think I think it was also great to see just why it is that Boba Fett is so damn sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean there's a reason why he was employed by uh Jabba no, was he not? Like, he was a he was employed by Jabba. Jabba. Why am I saying all these words so well? Was he employed by Jabba the Hutt? No, um, he was, but also um, in um, what should we call it? In books and stuff like that, right? In the in the comics and stuff, he's actually hired by both uh, Darth Vader and Darth Sidious from time to time. Uh, good. Yeah. Good. Let the hate consume you. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jimmy, obviously, sorry for me, right? From the very first episode of the season, mm. um, seeing Boba Fett um, for the first time, just that cameo appearance alone was enough. I was thinking to myself, we yeah. have got to see him again. You can't just see him, of course, see man. his face and everything. Like Boba and Fett, then that's it. Boba Fett came through like this. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Legit. So, um, how did he escape from the Sarlacc pit? He probably Ooh. killed killed the Sarlacc in it. No, because the Sarlacc was killed by um, the Crate Dragon. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying like he would have cut himself out before the, the Crate oh. Dragon ate the Sarlacc. Yeah, or, or or just yeah, or just spat out or something. Yeah, what what, what was what's what's in the extended universe? How yeah. is it explained that he comes out? Um. I think he finds. I think he um, Crimson in there somewhere that he just gets uh, puked out. Okay. I think that's how it got. I think that's how it worked. Yeah. I mean, um, if Mando can escape from being eaten by the crate dragon, oh um, my gosh! You know, and like zap the insides of it and then blow the shit out of it. I think that you know, Boba well, Fett, acid stomach as well that melted everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. He's there, got like acid all over the desk on steel. Yeah, part of me does wonder, like, is he is he all the material that he's got like intermingled with the Beskar steel, the Beskar whatever it is? I, I don't, I don't think so because is it is it got like Beskar intermingled it, it, in it, it, it like it, so it, that he's it has to because otherwise like. In the joints and be, stuff, if you got shot, yeah, he would have been, yeah, been, yeah, he would have been like, or, <laughs> got, or he's just got plot armor because he's the Mandalorian. Because this is what I said <laughs> yeah. on episode a couple of episodes. Um, I said a, 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 um, a few episodes, like, why does everyone in Star Wars just have best cut armor? Because it's just actually the shit and nothing can, no one can do anything against <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like, that's right. Like, if I was, if I was, um, the Empire, forget finding the dreads and stuff. I'm finding more best cut. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my <laughs> best troops. Like, Darth Vader's an idiot, isn't it? Like, what, what kind of arm? This is, I would have had a best car Vader suit. Are you mad? Like, mm. I'd have been looking like, um, what's her name from Rogue Wars? You know, the one with the shiny, Oh, what was her name? Oh, Phasma, Captain Phasma. Yeah, I'd, Captain Phasma. Captain, yeah. like, I'd, I'd be looking like Captain Imagine. Phasma, but our best car. Are you nuts? Yeah, but Phasma, <laughs> even with the best car still, she would have still, like, 
Yeah, sucked. but they, they, I don't even know See, why I, they did I was so disappointed by Captain Phasma because oh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the run up to it, I loved the artwork and the sort of like the, the, the concept, the design. I was like, this character looks like a badass character. And, and they just totally like shat on her oh, character, it, didn't they? It, it was disgusting, yeah. man. I, I, I felt so bad for her. And the fact that the, um, the actress that plays that character was amazing as well. Oh, I mean? she's an amazing actress as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it was just wasted, man. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, Anything? Oh, did I? Did I even? I, write, I don't think I even wrote notes for the. Oh, no, you actually wrote any notes? Well, I did. So let me do my notes. Yeah, well. Let me uh, go for why. Oh, these are literally my initial thoughts as I was watching it. Mm. I always bring out my initial thoughts and bring them here. Then later on, we can also get corrected by uh, <laughs> or if people want to add more stuff to it uh, with Easter eggs that I missed up, then please let us know. Um, but yeah, like things that I just picked up were so funny that um, that Jin was. Uh, was sort of like playing a bit with uh, Grogu. Yeah, every time I said Grogu's name and stuff like that, Grogu just like reacted to it. I nah, thought that was pretty it, funny. Listen, scene. it's Baby Yoda, man. We don't call him Grogu. It's Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Grogu, bro. It's Grogu. <laughs> oh, Grogu. But yeah. Um, the Slave One, seen a Slave One, was absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh. Totally, I should, I should totally. have like nerded out there. Um, because I've really, I mean, I've actually flown as the as the slave one in um i think it was star wars jedi starfighter um that was a ps2 game um very very good um it was during it was set during the clone wars so uh yeah anyway completely awesome to see a slave one not just control it but also start seeing it again um which we haven't for a very long while also um i failed to mention this last time about the dark troopers so i'll mention it now um, the Dark Troopers that we saw in the previous episode and this episode are not human beings or pe- maybe are people with cybernetics. Um, mm-hmm. So these are droids in heavy armor. So they're almost like mini tanks. They make a couple of appearances towards the end of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these are not to be messed with at all. Um, if you remember the Super Battle droids um, in the Clone Wars, these are literally an upgraded version which is just heavily outfitted and heavily armoured mm-hmm. um so they got fucking jets in their feet exactly come on exactly I like, did, 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 did just have just heavy they sounded as well they, like, when they, they landed they shots. looked yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's, that, they did that so well because you saw them hit the ground and you're like you just they couldn't miss heavy. that yeah, yeah that is a yeah yeah. Do you think I've got like uh, I've got a I got I got a wild theory that's just like popped into my head? Yeah. Um, you don't think they're trying to infuse these dark troopers with like midichlorian blood or something nah. else so that they can kind of like fuck with the force or something? Nah, I don't think so. I think so with the midichlorian uh, blood that they get from Grogu. What they're doing is I think it's part of the. Um, Cloning the cloning uh, trials are doing for uh, Palpatine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you know that Snoke is uh, was it is a failed clone of Palpatine, uh, but he was gifted in the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, so mm. it's 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 those. I think it's for those uh, uh, cloning procedures. Because it's definitely apparent that this is set 
what, before, like, yeah, 50 before years after the... No, it's actually nine years yeah, after it's not the that, it's not that far after. Only nine years yeah, after only, the fall of the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very tight. It's very, very wow. tight. Wow. Um, I think I had in my previous notes just how... Oh, maybe I said it in the previous uh, one of the previous episodes. Um, just how close the series of events are. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, so. it's very. I like the fact that it it's kind of tying into the timeline with uh, that space between <laughs> the the old movies and the the new set of movies. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there was a lot of kind of like what what on earth has happened in that in that space. Nobody really has a lot of like knowledge about like the the full the breakdown of the empire and all that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly, exactly. Because all we have. Uh, to go on, uh, so we, then we have the comics um, that are still uh, going out for this. I will still be released, uh, but also you have the um, Star Wars Rogue series, which follows Ezra Bridger, and um, as a Force-sensitive boy who gets trained to use the Force, um, I think both his parents were Jedi mm. um, and were killed during Order Sixty Six. So uh, he gets trained by another. Um, um, by another Jedi who was a Padawan and is growing up um, as a rebel. Um, but yeah, it's a very, very good series. You see Ahsoka in there. Um, also, sports Ahsoka with her white lightsabers. So oh, it, gives a, it gives a very, very good sort of... Basically, that integrates was... with the Mandalorian as well as, as the show itself. It's completely awesome. Can I just say that? that so go back. I'm sure you guys have talked about Ahsoka Tano yeah. already. But like having just that was another episode that where they dropped like i think they dropped a name a few episodes back yeah and yeah. then in in the, this this the episode before this the latest one was when they actually showed her he is fucking bad ass <laughs> and she was like oh, she, was, she was played perfect oh but she's just uh yeah she looked so cool honestly yeah. she yeah and her <laughs> complete refusal to to train uh, like Grogu, the child, baby. Uh, basically, <laughs> based, based on obviously her experiences of Anakin having, uh, mm. having similar, and he is. Uh, I mean, he is like uh, you can see the dark side, like growing in him at the end of this yeah. episode when he's yeah. like, like he, he, he. I was one. I was just waiting for him to kill those two stormtroopers. Yeah, I think it was like, stormtrooper one of them. Yeah, I know. I was like, come on, we got like a, e- e- a dark, evil baby Yoda. Like, yeah. no, gonna you, fuck do, people up. Do you know what I was hoping for? I was hoping for him to shoot some lightning out. Because that. Sorry. Could you imagine? Oh, that would have been so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Damn. He's got like, there's so much potential of like cool, cool things that we can see from that little tiny, cuddly, cute creature yeah. you know yeah, yeah he's a bit vicious and is exactly. is is going dark, a bit dark side um, again there's another bit that like was also quite kind of like dark like the dark humor that's in this him eating those fucking eggs <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> they're like at the end of the episode he's there like they're all like going to have us have go to sleep and he just pops, sneak blood pops, silently pops one into his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> a, lo- a, lot of, a lot of people are upset about that, but it was just like it's, it's a baby alien, man. You can't you can't hold it to like a. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Star Wars, yeah, be. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I was also going to mention that with this episode, it changed the Legends canon for Django Fett. Okay. So, originally, I believe anyway, that he admired the Mandalorians, which is why he went to emulate them and therefore have the Mandalorian armor or his armor, um, um, you know, be a nod to, or maybe just be a copy from um, the Mandalorians. But in this one, uh, which is canon now, Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a founder that took part in the clan wars. Uh, the clan wars they refer to as the civil war. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't confuse this, the actual civil war with the clan wars because um, the civil war is what was incited and led by the Death Watch, which Bo-Katan was a member of. I think she was second in command of uh, the Clone Wars um, animated Clone Wars series. Mm-hmm. Um, but the clan wars is something that happened way before. So. Um, it wasn't really spoken about. It was only spoken about in what's now called Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, because of what um, Boba Fett said in this episode, it will now be updated to canon. So it's pretty cool to see. Fair enough. Um, That's some serious digging there, man. I know, right? Uh, I did. I tip my hat. I, uh, I that you, you know your shit. Star Wars and Star Trek are like my two biggest. Uh, uh, while, oh, yeah, I can go crazy while, while we're on the subject of Star Wars, uh, I'm going to say there's a little bit of news now, which is what we're going to be moving to next. Um, mm. There are rumours now that Ahsoka Tano is going to get a spin-off Disney Plus show, um, which would be interesting to see, since obviously um, there's a lot of people that like the character, and there's a lot of people are fans of this show. If they can put mm. her as a main character, we just see what she's been up to um since order 66 or since she meets the mandalorian etc um it'll be cool to see um yeah that would be awesome because they could go they can explain how she got her white lightsabers i won't uh ruin it for, for people who've read the comics and stuff they already know mm-hmm. but for people who don't have the luxury or haven't got access to comic books and stuff like that it will be it's absolutely amazing story and how she managed to uh get those white lightsabers um also, if they even if they just continued the straight from um, her leaving the planet that she crash landed on, mm. and uh, this is the last episode of uh, the Clone Wars, and continue from there, that'd be pretty cool. Mm. Um, they could even do things. Um, they could do like nods to, or even include people like uh, Ezra Bridger and the rest of the crew there in um, Star Trek Rebels. Star mm. Trek flipping hell. Star Wars <laughs> Rebels. Oh, I, I, I had to get to a simbin for that one. How dare I? <laughs> Please forgive me. So yeah, it'll be really cool to see that. Um, um, and yeah, even even tying a bit of the Mandalorian stuff that we've seen here, um, even up to the first time we uh, see a cameo appearance of her whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, in the TV series, that I think that'll be or the the live action series. I think that'll be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe even a flashback into her teachings under um, Anakin. Nice. So uh, I'm going to move on to the news and the first news that I brought uh, up. Oh, very sorry, quickly, man. sorry, sorry, Nana. Um, uh, whilst we were just, um, as we were talking about Star Wars, mm. I saw some news item today um, on some news feed that I got on my phone, yeah. which suggested something about like a... Um, some series, uh, animated series, new animated series that's set like way back before any Star Wars um, series that we've I so far seen. I heard about that as well. I heard about as well. to do with the Old Republic, is it? 
the old i think it's the old probably and and the uh the image was like a load of jedi like lined up all with their like lightsabers like, yeah. raised and and um but one of them didn't have his lightsaber raised he had his hand just like palm up and his lightsaber switched off just floating above his hand <laughs> and i was like oh yeah Fuck, I want this. This looks so good. Yeah, uh, yeah please. That'll be good because, I mean, the Old Republic goes into a whole different, you know, era as well. Um, a bit which later ties onto um, into the Republic um, now, um, especially with the Jedi Order um, before the fall. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be absolutely amazing. So, I mean, you what, could go right into the, into the Mandalorian Wars. Um, is, you can go into events even before that. Explore is, sorry, um, parts is, if is yeah, that gone. is that time period where like the game Knights of the Old Republic comes from when they have all those Jedi's against yeah. others. Sith. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd yeah, be cool because yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the cutscenes from that game is absolutely epic. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, you get so many good clips of um, of uh, is it AMVs or whatever it's called, whatever they're called. Um, with like good music behind it, it just fits perfectly mm-hmm. with those cutscenes. Yeah, so um, I I I a hundred percent for going to the Old Republic. Um, yeah, and the stories that they could they could pull out from like not only the video games of the Knights nice of the Old Republic one and two, but also yeah. um, just the general the general adventure uh, ah, adventures and stuff that you see. Yeah. Um, and it would be nice to have. Um, you know, some things in Legends actually become canon as well. I think that'd be absolutely amazing. Nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. All right. They're going to make so much money. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> well, well they, they need it after the year they've had, but we'll, we'll get more into that into the new segment. So let's hit 20... Where? Did I hit 2020? Let's get into the news. So we have had a um, an announcement from a celebrity, um, Elliot Page, formerly Emily Page, has um, come out as transgender. Um, yeah, that's cool. They, so, yeah, this is sorry. This is so. I, I'm I'm trying to be politically correct of my pronouns here because. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to move with the times in it. Cause in the past, I was just taking, I would have just taken a piss and made that. <laughs> like, I'm still probably in the future also going to take a piss and make jokes about certain things in it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying in it. Um, so, so Elliot, Elliot Page's pronouns are now him, <laughs> him, <laughs> and now or, him or and he, he, but can I also say they, like, if I, like, just to make my life easier. They, they for people that don't, I think they specific for people that don't conform to a specific, uh, gender. They, okay. They will prefer they them. All right. So Elliot Page is not Elliot Page. <laughs> just like, that's what what I say. But I just thought it was. It's one of those ones that's a bit. It's hard in it because I'm not a celebrity in it. Yeah, and I feel like. You can't really be brave, yeah, being a... No, no just be a celebrity. Being a white celebrity, yeah, coming out and saying this kind of thing, like... Because 
yeah, you're going to struggle in some instances, but others, you're going to be all right in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. I mean, I think, I think the reason why Brave is used is because, I mean, even for, even for producers and stuff, when it came out as them being gay, mm. um, it then caused some of them to be blacklisted from, um, um, maybe not even specifically celebrities, um, uh, even, you know, people in, uh, High position, high positioned uh, jobs, mm-hmm. where you know, the second they came out as them being gay, they were either fired, they were, um, you know, treated differently, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely brave for her coming out and saying that you know she's going to be transgender because um, people being able to transition um their genders has only been a more recent thing. I mean, before that, you had people who obviously um so. Were, I'm not, I'm not even too necessarily mad at her in it, yeah. I'm not, I'm, sorry. Mm. I'm not necessarily too mad at him in it, yeah. Mm. I believe it is the, the the wife came out and was just like, put out a statement, and then it was like, oh, can you not respect our privacy? Or something along those lines. And I was just like... Man, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not privacy if you've uh, like, already you blasted out to yeah. everyone else. She's, he, he's made an announcement cool in it like that's that's fair enough in it he's made an announcement i then don't need you the partner to then make an announcement on social media again and then cap it off with respect our privacy but hold on you're putting this out there in social media how can you, you turn around and say respect our privacy like no you can't open up the cal- like you can't invite people in and and then, then try to shut the door like that. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. what's that's what's getting me. Like I, I didn't mind the announcement. Like if that's like you do you be be in a sense was my attitude to it. Like as long mm-hmm. as you're not hurting nobody and in a sense it don't really affect my life too much here. I'm now starting to get to that situation where like I'm not necessarily bothered. Do you know what I mean? And it's mm. a, it's a it's a bit of an age thing, do you know what I mean? Because like a lot it's not even it's not even new anymore. Like back when, like this was all happening, yeah, it was a lot. Of, it was a, there was a lot of newness to in it. Like now, it's more like okay, like calling it. Like you're that's that's you in it. That's okay, calling it. Like do you know what I mean? Oh, you're gay. I right, calling it. Like okay, like I don't feel it's like for the most part such a big deal anymore in it. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm coming from a super Christian family background and and African and what that in it. So some of these things, yeah, I'm a, a part of me is still always gonna give it as you know, I was raised with being taught that all this stuff is wrong and red and tearing it. So it's got like even with like addressing it the right way, it's gonna take me a while in it to always get it on point. Do you know what I mean? But at the mm-hmm. same time, like I said, yeah I'm still going to make some jokes by it only if it's to someone that I know that's not going to be offended by it. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And like, let's take it from, let's, let, let's take it from a footballing perspective. Yeah. The Washington football team as what they're called now. Yeah. Is what people have to call them in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough because obviously the um, racism involved in the name that they had before in it. What, now, what was the name? Sorry, I, I don't follow the. Uh, okay, so the, before, yeah, and forgive me, anyone I guess I'll say, but I'm sorry, I'm just trying to, you know, this is for like educational purposes here. Um, they were called the Washington Redskins, innit? And their logo was like a Indian chief kind of flex. Innit? Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, I remember this. They've, been, remember they've, this, been, yeah. they've been that name for like, I don't know, since maybe like the 60s or something like that, uh, if not longer, innit? 
Yeah, so they've had that name for a long time. Now, even me, that's only been following American football since 2011, every once in a while, I will slip up and revert back to the older name. So I'm still learning to call them the Washington football team or whatever they're going to be moving forward when they decide if they're going to keep the football team name or they're going to be called, pardon me, sorry, I'm a bit gassy, or they're going to be called something else. Yeah. So even, so, and I think what, I want to say what hurts me, yeah, but for me, yeah, it's like, even though a lot of these people are coming out, yeah, even if they didn't say something for the most part, like they will be blessed in it. They will be cool for the most part. They could still live their day-to-day life in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me as a black person, I can't hide my blackness in it. So when I go out, I'm still in a sense going to be facing certain people's prejudice and certain racist, racist things in it. So mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So I feel like, when they, in a sense, when they do, I'm just like, ah, yeah, cool. Like, well done for you in it. But like, you can kind of still continue your life in it. Like, yes, there's incidents happening in certain countries where, you know, if you come out as gay, you come out as any of the LGBTQ, whatever that persuasion, yeah, you know, your life could be in danger. In it, yeah. And I, and I get all that in it. But like, again, for me, someone that's like a celebrity who, you know, their life is relatively easy and they're comfortable. Like, it's cool. like I didn't even think it needed to be like such breaking news. It was just more like, okay, cool, good for you, good for you, Elliot. I'm gonna now do my very best to call you Elliot instead of your former name. I'm now gonna try my very best to use the the right pronoun for you. I'm still gonna watch you as Vanya on the on um, Umbrella Academy. I still mm-hmm. think that you are a, a a great actor and you do your role to the best of your ability and you, you sell me on your performances but the whole like circus that was around on social media by like I wasn't the best pleased on that because like I said I feel mm-hmm. like for him it's not gonna it's not gonna be too much of a thing in it and the fact that when I found out that he he, he already had a wife I was like what is it? like you're already on on that wavelength already kind of thing in it like it, it don't it don't really change too much for you do you know what i mean like again obviously i'm only speaking i'm speaking from a, a single male um heterosexual point of view in it so obviously i can't put myself in her in in, in his shoes in it yeah but like it originally came i'm, I'm assuming originally he came out as a lesbian because obviously he's got a wife so mm. you've kind of already started your journey of, in a sense, not being on the what we would consider. I'm doing air quotation marks here, the normal spectrum of relationships, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, can, can I just interject here? Yeah, go on. I think, um, like having having two kiddies who are teenagers. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, like I'm a pasty white guy who. <laughs> Who, who lives in the south of England where it's like, you know, like there's a, a lot of very rich people here and, you know, it, I'm I'm very, very, like, honoured that I'm able to live such a nice life, you know, like, um, but in, in terms of looking at prejudice and, like, you know, people, any kind of prejudice just comes from judgment mm. and, you know, people not wishing to, to accept, you know, like, people for who they are yeah and if i look back at my 
upbringing when I was at school, you know, like uh, people use the word gay as like an insult, you know, what? when I was. So say that again. Uh, People people would use the word gay as an insult. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like when I was at school, and and it, you know, like you, 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 there was a few people who were really kind of like particularly camp who had like you know come out at school, but like one or two, mm. and there was a plenty of people who actually came out as gay after they left school. Yeah, because you just they just wouldn't have like had the you know it wouldn't have been accepted enough. Yeah. Whereas. Mm. My kids at school, I'm so impressed right now, like how that openly, like how open they are to just, you know, like accepting people. Um, mm. It's certainly within sort of like the you know, this, uh, like LGBTQ like forum. I don't like pledge to know 100%, like understand every single element of it. Mm. Um, I try and just keep, keep it simple and just think i'm not gonna judge you <laughs> yeah ex- exactly <laughs> that's it but like um yeah actually got a like a club at school where pe- there's like an lgbtq club and, oh, okay. and people can go along and they can talk about sexuality and they can talk about like you know and it's like it's totally you know my daughter's dated a girl already and she's got a boyfriend now and and my boy is like explored having a boyfriend wait and... wait wait, wait so, so go back go back go back to the your you said your daughter your, your, your daughter's got a boyfriend now <laughs> sorry what you, you said your daughter's got a boyfriend now yeah i know yo yeah. what are we gonna do what are we gonna do the whole bad boys routine yeah, man we yeah, need to, yeah, yeah. We need to you know, listen i'm gonna bring my i'm gonna bring, bring my samurai swords let me let me know bro i'm gonna do some press ups before i make myself look hey let me know man just give me the call i'm dead what <laughs> Shit, he's such he's such a nice lad as well. Like, is his name Reggie? I'm like Reggie. How old are you, Reggie? You're 16. Nah, motherfucker. You're like you're 25. You got a mortgage. You look like a wife and kids. Reggie. I'm like, uh, that's oh. such a funny film. That honestly, that scene is so good. Uh, better have a home by 10. If it's 10 or one, I'm going chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> I, that is, I, don't, I don't even know if I quoted that right, but yeah, that that, that is one of my favorite scenes, man. It, like literally, if I have a daughter that I'm doing something very similar, or I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the one from um that movie that that had Fifty Cent and he had a bank job, and basically what he did, yeah, went to the the boy, the boyfriend, like, oh, let me come talk to you for a minute, innit? and like, let me show you my trophy room, innit? And inside his trophy room, he had like all his like friends in it, and they were all like hench dudes, either Samoan looking or big black dudes. There's about twenty of them in this room in it, and it was like, you see what he's like, you see what these people, like that. That's Megan's cousins, uncles, um, nieces, nephews. Like the, my, my, these are all her her extra fathers in it. So just remember, if you do anything, <laughs> this is all you have to deal with. And I just thought it was just such a funny scene, yeah. And I was like, I saw this one if I have a daughter, because it's just it, like it's just fucking oh. with a child, isn't it? Like it's just man, it's just funny. Man, when um when uh, before I got married to Steph, um, so Steph's from South Africa, yeah. Um, yeah. 
and uh, uh, families like proper Afrikaans. Yeah. Uh, Boer, they, 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 her dad had like a barrel chest. He was like, <laughs> he was like the most solid, like, guy. His hands looked like fucking, like they'd been beat up, like <laughs> cut off and put back together again. He, yeah. Um, and he was a mechanic. And before we got married, <laughs> he did the whole thing of like, listen, my boy. If you, <laughs> if, you if you if you fuck with my daughter, like, I'm only a plane flight away. Oh my um, god! <laughs> he was awesome. He was just oh man, you know, rest his soul. He, he's he's passed away now. Yeah. But like uh, he was he was like oh man, he was like tip- he was exactly doing that Honestly, yeah. I bet he actually watched Bad Boys before, before he- <laughs> oh man, so yeah I was dead so your, your, your girlfriend's got a boyfriend, what do you say about your son? no, so yeah so my daughter's, my daughter's had like a girlfriend and now she's got a boyfriend okay. and, and my son has like explored having like, you know, like um, having a boyfriend oh. and um, just that, like talking about like this these days, I'm, I'm seeing it's like advanced so much more yeah, like, acceptability yeah, 100%. and like you know like what what type you know how, how you want to be or, or what how, what you want to kind of like how you want to live your life. Mm-hmm. It's it, there's still a shitload of prejudice in school, oh, and there's still arseholes yeah. who are going to like take the piss out of you and judge you, and you know they still come home from school talking about oh this person said this or whatever. Yeah. But I like I look at the scenario that they're in. I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is leagues ahead of when and, I was in school. Not to add a caveat to it because I don't know if that's the right word, but like I feel like it's different when they're young and they're children because mm-hmm. you know they don't mm-hmm. really have the mental. Some of them won't have the mental fortitude to deal with the bullying, to deal with some of the abuse that they could potentially get in it. But like I don't know how old Elliot Page is. Um, I don't know what kind of lifestyle they've been brought with, but like. I would hope that they're of a grown enough state that when they do come out and sh- and show that this is the lifestyle to lead, they can take some of the things that happen. I'm not saying that they should have to take it, but like this, it's turned into a bit of a song. Like it's not, it wasn't the biggest song and dance, but it's turned a little bit into a bit of a song and dance in it. And I'll just like, well, all it needed was that one statement and then that was it. Like literally I saw it and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. You know, if, if that's what he wants to be called now, then you know I'm gonna do my very best. That if that I'm gonna try and refer to that thing. And like I said, I'm mm. I'm learning. Do you know, I'm not as bad as someone that was like in the '60s and '50s. I was like, oh my, like you're de- you're the devil, and you're going to hell and and stuff like that. I'm learning. I'm always adapting. I'm always adapting, trying to be better on myself. Like even the whole thing where you said like, oh, um, you know, people used to use gay as an insult. Like I've been doing that for ever like only until I started dating Del and she was like you know like you know because obviously she, she's got quite a few friends that are, are gay and she's like you know like you using that yeah I know you don't mean anything by it but like it's a little bit of offensive in it so I was like you know all right, fair enough and like again I've tried to not use that word of like yeah. using, using the word rape in the gaming community yeah in the in the in the 2000s that like, when someone was getting bad you was like oh man you're getting raped isn't it and like again <laughs> yeah, that's that, right that, you're you know right I mean? and like, yet you don't think about it you don't, you don't like, think uh, about it and, and like it had become such a part of my vocabulary 
like again Del was like bro like you, well she doesn't say bro but like she was like <laughs> she, 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 she was like bro she, she don't say bro but she was like um, you know that's like you know that's not really a nice word to use isn't it like it's and I and like initially I didn't understand it because I was like like this is game isn't it like when you game this is what you say it is like when you do teabagging it's just part of the the culture the community <laughs> innit like it's just what you, yeah it's, yeah it's just what you do in it and again I'm 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 slowly trying to check like I I rarely use that now and if I if I do use it like I I try not to do it in front of her and like I just try to use it in the gaming context and the gaming community innit but like I think what I'm trying to say is that it's not as bad as some people in the LGBTQT community puts it out there. Um, I think that a lot more people are either accepting or in a sense they don't care in it. Like you're like, especially for her, uh, him. Yeah. You're a celebrity in it. Like you're not in my wheelhouse in it. What you do really affects, <coughs> affect me in it. We're in different tax brackets. You know what I mean? You're, you're taking home, you're, yeah. you're taking home 10 million a year. I'm taking 20 grand a year. Like we're in different tax brackets in it. Like I'm not fussed. You do you as long, as long as you're not going out killing people and uh, being abusive and spreading hate and stuff like that. It literally is one of those like, like you do you in it. And like I said, for me, it's the fact that, you know, I don't want it to be like now that anytime someone's transitioning into something or comes outside, like, it's like, oh my gosh, like, look how amazing, like, I want this to be the norm in it, like, and again, I, I know it's very, I wouldn't even say it's hypocritical what I was saying, because I know that, you know, five, ten years ago, I'll be like, what the fuck, like, you know what I mean, I'll be, I'll be like, wow, what's going on in the world, what's going on say? and there will be times where certain things, I will still be a bit like that, but like, again, I feel, um, obviously, I'm just a normal person, but I feel like, from what I see, maybe I'm just around really good people on, on social media and on Facebook, can it? Maybe I'm surrounded by a lot of people that are a bit, uh, are a bit more educated in it. But like, I don't see that, that much negative thing. And again, it's also one of those ones, Jay, like, I can't put myself in that person's shoes, isn't it? Like, I can only, you know, see things from my black male, you know, heterosexual perspective, innit? Um, so I can never put myself in that person's shoes. But like I said, I am happy for them if that's what they need to do to feel comfortable and to be the best person that they can be. I would rather they do that because I'd, I would hate for them to be, you know, having internal turmoil and, and having commit suicide like celebrities have done in the past because, you know, they're battling, they're battling with their inner demons, so to speak, innit? So, I'm, yeah, I was just wanted one way to bring it up because I thought it was interesting to be in news, have a little discussion on it. It's mm-hmm. always good to get different people's perspective on it. Um, and it's cool to hear that, you know, your kids are again, like exploring their, themselves, isn't it? Um, and easy, easy. <laughs> so they, so they, they could, I, just, I just watched the last episode of, um, Big Mouth. of season three of, um, Big Mouth. We're going to get to, we're going to get to Big Mouth a little bit. I'm going to try my best not to spoil no, no, anything. Like, you just, I, won't, I haven't seen any of season four yeah, yet. I'm gonna so try I, you know, like, I, I can't talk about season four, but no, just having seen the, like the, that last episode, <laughs> 
<laughs> one guy's got his like they've all got superpowers yeah and one of them uses his cum as like uh, as a superpower oh big mouth <laughs> that's cum bender um, uh, I should have said that in. oh my uh, gosh I was disgusted let's move on because we've actually recorded a lot longer than I wanted to and we still got quite a bit to get through um, uh, so, sorry uh, so, sorry no, that's, oh, oh, that's, it's been a fun conversation a circus spin off I mentioned that already uh, Overlord filmmaker uh, filmmaker filmmaker Julius Avery directed a new take on Van Helsing for Universal James Wan producing um, over uh, wow. Overlord was a Netflix movie about this this mine <laughs> so I think the Overlord movie is on Netflix um, mm-hmm. it's about a desegregated paratrooper squad uh, that landed in Germany um but things take a turn for the worst when they come across uh, Nazi zombies, uh, basically. A Nazi, it's, it's, a, it's, a Nazi, it's a Nazi lab. That yeah, cut, cut the like chase. Nazi zombies. It's basically Nazi zombies. He's <laughs> um, yeah, um, fucking good. Yeah, he's fucking fucking good. This yeah. Overlord is. Mm. Yeah, Overlord. I like. I enjoyed Overlord. Do you yeah. know what? Yeah, I loved Van Helsing. I think it came out in like what two thousand and three. I think something like that. I, I remember think, watching that in cinema. Yeah, exactly. I watched that. I think it was me, Big T, Emmar, and um oh, there's another girl from our, our school. And we all went and watched it together, yeah. And I I remember, I still remember to this day, cringing, yeah, when he nearly had his balls run over by the car. Like it did psychological torture to me <laughs> just watching that scene. <laughs> And I cringe so much, like I would never forget watching that film. Um, I just really enjoyed that film. And again, I didn't know that that was um, Hugh Jackman. Like I, oh yeah, yeah. So this is the Hugh Jackman one. Yeah, the Hugh yeah. Jackman one. I didn't even know that was Hugh Jackman until like, like obviously he blew up as Wolverine. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh look, Van Helsing, it's Hugh Jackman. And I was like, oh, that's sick. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to be a pie pooper here, so I didn't actually rate the movie. Did I didn't it? Really, a, lot, a lot of I people didn't, didn't really like it. I, I thought it was a little bit like, um, he had too many gadgets and like, they kind of like, I, I, don't know, technology. <laughs> I, I found the technology in it was too advanced. There wasn't enough kind of like, I always thought Van Helsing was more like mystical. Like he might've had some magical powers or something like that, but See, I've never, had, I've never had that take on Van Helsing. I think like that film was was my take on Van Helsing, you know. And like I said I really enjoyed it. Um, I I always wanted a sequel, which they never happened because I don't think it made that much money. Um, I think fans were divide, divide, divided whether it was good or not. Um, and also Universal Studios have tr- made many attempts to try and do their um, monsters franchise, and that's not really worked, in it. Um, mm. I like James Wan as a producer, you know, um, he's a reputable name. Um, it would just see what they could do with it. And again, we, all we can do, the only thing that's annoying is that, like we mentioned before is like Hollywood are running our ideas. So they're trying to take products that already exist and trying to make them better. It's just that yeah. for the most part, a lot of mm. the products that they've taken, they haven't done a very good job at making them better. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was going to say like, I like the thing I liked about Overlord was it was a totally, I mean, it wasn't a rehash of an existing story. It was like, it, okay, it's set in the world in World War Two, and it's about Nazis and zombies. But you know, like, it it wasn't like you know a redo of Van Helsing or of something product. And I am concerned if they're going to try and redo Van Helsing again, mm. like 
I want something new. Yeah, but no, hey, not. maybe it's going to be good. You can only hope. We can only be hoping it'll be good. Um, Sonic Two starts filming in early twenty twenty one. I'm excited mm. for that. I actually like the Sonic movie. I thought it was really well done. Uh, I'm looking forward yeah. to the sequel because I'm looking forward to see Tails because Tails is my dog. Tails <laughs> is my favorite character. I was so upset I didn't see him see him in the first film. So when he made a cameo at the end, I got so excited and I was like, yes. I am ready. Um, what, what, you look, Martin, I know you recently watched the Sonic movie. Are you happy about this? Watched it. I'm happy, yeah, I'm more than happy with another two. Okay, cool. Uh, Stevie? I have not seen the movie yet. Oh, man. I, I've seen so many trailers for it and I thought it looked, um, like when they did when they did that tweak on him to sort of like change the way he looked initially, like it looked horrific. Yeah. Mm. And then they redid it, and I was like, Nightmares. "This is a fucking cool movie. I'd, mm. I'd love to go and see this." But then I come out like um, it was last year, was I it? think. So I just must have not had the time to actually go and actually, you see. know, um, watch it or anything like that. But what does Tails look like in it? Yeah, he looks pretty good. He looks, he looks, he looks good. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he look, how he's supposed to look. Yeah, exactly. Does he look all like super fluffy, or does he like? Does he look a little bit like sleek and badass? No, nah, he looks he like, like he looks like Sonic in terms of the way that the skin looks, in terms of a lot of the fur looks, in terms of how how they did that. But like like Martin was saying, he he looks like how tails should look in that style. Has he got two tails or not? Yeah, he's got, yeah, two, he's got, tails. He's got two tails. He has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've still got to see this. Oh, yeah, man. you do, man. You do. It's really good. All right. Um. All right. So. We talked about it last week that uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is getting released on HBO. Yeah. Uh, HBO just recently announced that that is not going to be a one-off for the entirety of 2021. Um, a lot of their, no, all their films in a sense are going to be premiering on HBO Max and in the cinema. So that includes the likes of The Matrix 4, June, The Suicide Squad, Godzilla vs. Kong, wow. Tom and Jerry, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Judas and the Black Messiah, Malignant, The Little Things, In the Heights, Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It, uh, Reminiscence, King Richard, Crime Macho, Many Saints of New York, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Much, all their big films are going to be streamed on HBO Max as well as premiering in um, the cinemas because they mm. don't feel like with the whole COVID situation that they're going to be able to make their money from just cinema revenue. Uh, what's your last thoughts on that? I think it's, I think, yeah, it's good that HBO are doing it. Um, it does mean that for other TV channels, um, you know, when they start doing their movies and stuff like that, then they took a take on route that HBO took, which is to have, uh, actually, they can't even do that. Sorry, they can't even do that because, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to do it from a UK, UK centric point of view and, to be honest, it's only the BBC that have um, the BBC uh, original movies and stuff like that, mm. but that's, that's government-owned yeah. currently. So I don't know. So it wouldn't make sense to then have a service that you then have to pay for because we already pay for it through uh, so the, the TV so and whatnot. It's going to be... Um, sorry, hold on, hold on. It's going to be a little bit weird for us over in here in the UK because obviously, first of all, we don't get HBO Max. No, no, now, no. What it's, got, it's got some uh, agreement with them, hasn't yeah, they? That's what I was just about to say. So normally, yeah. stuff HBO shows normally go on Sky Atlantic. So you know, ah. Game of Game of Thrones, Spartacus, 
Um, Westworld. Uh, Westworld. A lot of yeah. this HBO stuff normally gets put on Sky Atlantic. So I am yeah. now wondering, because obviously Sky has their own movie channel, isn't it? They've got their Sky premiere and their Sky. So I am wondering whether the deal is going to be for the UK. Will Obviously, Sky uh, get the rights to those movies? How? Because I don't know about Titans, because I think Titans might be on HBO as well. But like sometimes stuff that's on HBO that we obviously don't get over here either goes to UK Netflix or UK Amazon Prime. So again, it's just going to be really interesting to see what they do for us. Because uh, like my cinema, my local cinema hasn't reopened, but I think Wimbledon and Kingston has. Now, I don't normally go to Wimbledon or King, or Wimbledon unless I'm going to go see something in IMAX and it's got to be something really good because, like, I've got to pay for parking. It's, like, maybe 25, 30-minute drive, which is nothing compared to, you know, in America where you might have to drive for an hour to go to your local cinema. But, like, I like going to my local stream. It's, like, 10, 15 minutes away, 20 max. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works for us. Um, for those in America, that's probably fantastic because they can act... Sorry, pardon me. They can access HBO Max. A lot of guys that I know on social media, um, social media in, my, in our podcasting network already have HBO Max. Um, and those that don't feel comfortable going back to the set, that cinema experience, because I know I'm missing a cinema experience and I would hate to not be able to go see these films because, you know, if I'm at a risk person or, you know, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm just not comfortable to go back to the cinema. Uh, Stevie? Uh, yeah, I mean, I said at the beginning of this chat that I've the only thing I've not got is now TV. Mm. Um, so I guess I'm just gonna have to get now TV um, <laughs> because holy shit, that is a lot. That is a that is quite a rundown of like uh, major titles. Yep. And you know, if I've already you know like I already want to watch like Westworld mm. and if they're going to release all of that shit on HBO and it ends up coming through now TV. Yeah. Fuck it. That is a real seller. And I might have to just, yeah, I have to just dig a bit deeper and <laughs> get another streaming like platform. Um, just so that, I mean, oh, that would be, that'd be a real seller, you know, or maybe yeah. I'll just go and like, renegotiate because i've actually got sky tv mm-hmm. or sky well not sky tv i've got sky broadband and and phone and everything yeah. and they often do like oh if you go and get the sky tv we'll give you big discounts blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. um so it might i might be tempted to sort of if it's worth it mm. to just go and reactivate my sky <coughs> tv thing yeah. you know Again, it's, uh, we're, we're having to wait on more information, but from what I'm hearing, they're going to do, in a sense, a simultaneous, pre- simultaneous premiere of these movies, and I think they're going to be on HBO Max for a week. So that allows people to see it, and it'll be taken down. And I think um, wow. the, the communication is that, you know, they'll give a lot more of the revenue for their movies to the cinema, go- to the cinema chains. Obviously, they've been losing money hand over fist because they've been just, you know, out of the last... 12 months of the year they've probably been open properly for two months do you know what I mean so they've lost a lot of money I'm still waiting to see if you know my Streatham cinema is going to stay open because you know they've not been able to make any kind of income Um, but it's interesting because again if HBO Max is offering this for free what does this what's Disney's move because to see Mulan you have to pay what 20 pounds 
Well, that's now changed, isn't it? You, you, um, they're now releasing it for free on yeah, um, Disney but, Plus, aren't yeah, they? But that was yeah, but so yeah. I checked this morning, it's free. It's free already? <laughs> yep. But, but no, but that's so. This okay. This is what was originally meant to happen with with Mulan. When it dropped in, like I don't know, three months ago, it was going to be paid for twenty pounds on this yeah, Disney premiere, right. and then it will be free around this time. So that's why I said tomorrow, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm just going to wait for this time to watch it. So, yep. but if HBO Max is now saying, well, we're not going to make you pay anything on top of your current monthly subscription to watch these movies for a week. How are Disney going to be saying, well, we're going to drop um, Black Widow and you have to pay 20, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you have to pay 20 pounds on top of your 5.99 and you've only got a week to watch it. Like, do you know what I mean? It, Look, it, it, Disney it, Plus can oh, just keep releasing Star Wars shit. They're going to yeah, make really real. so much money from that and they don't need to worry about anything else. Wait, I, I, think- I mean, to be honest, what Disney have also done is um, even for the new, the upcoming Christmas film, Soul, um, again, it's dropping 25th December. Yeah, and that's for free. They, that's that's for free. So, so again, just abandoned. I think they've abandoned that. Um, hopefully, they have because this is the like the first big major move in recent years uh, in the streaming wars. Like this is, mm. you, you know, HBO are going in the sense on the offensive because a lot of people now are going to be like, well, I want to see these films, and if I can watch yeah. it from the comfort of my own home, then why am I going to cinema? Because like I'm obviously in a sense stereotyping here, but like a lot of Americans have nice big homes and in these nice big homes they have nice 50 inch 4k TVs in it where you can and and sound systems so they probably have a setup yeah that I've is- got to say I've got to say man I've got a 49 inch screen TV it's 4k it sounds uh, not particularly good yeah <laughs> um, but like um, nothing I went to Basingstoke Cinema to yeah. see Tenet and that has got like massive reclining leather seats um the screen is just staggeringly big yeah but you went to and, like a super imax do you know what i mean where you got I know, the, the, that, that that cost you know that's like standard in that cinema that is just like you oh, know really? and i think that if they're going to start giving people these you know like if you don't have to go out you can watch all this shit on your on your big screen in your tea in your house mm. Like cinemas are then going to have to evolve into well, you know, like there, there's a really good reason to go yeah. and see this movie yeah, exactly. in a cinema. It's got to be really fucking amazing. Yeah. The screen has got to be super amazing and big. The sc- seats have got to be really comfortable. You know, all of that shit. But where the experience it then becomes an experience rather than you just going and sitting in a cinema. Where, like, for me, I've always had a problem with cinemas because my knees always touch the seat in front of me. Because you're too you know, damn like... tall. <laughs> <laughs> it's, tr- it's true, man. Like, I, 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 I've never really enjoyed a cinema mm. experience because I've always felt cramped. Yeah. And, and so to actually go and sit in a cinema where I can, like, not only can I stretch my legs out, but there's still, a, like, a foot between my, <laughs> my feet and the seat in front of me. Yeah. It's like... Oh yes, please! I'd I'd go there every fucking time to watch a movie, you know. Yeah. And that's like a that's an hour drive for me to get to Basingstoke, oh, but it's so long. worth it, you know. Oh boy, that's long. Um, all right, so yeah, that's the first steps in the, the well, not the first steps, but that's a that's a that could potentially be a game changer um, in the streaming war. So we'll, we'll 
once we get any updates on that, guys, we'll let you know. Um, Oscar Isaac is the star as Solid Snake. Uh, that's yeah, from Star Wars. Um, Looks so cool. I, I like this casting. I think he's a good actor. I yeah. liked him as Poe Dameron. Um, oh. I haven't really. I don't think I've seen him in anything else. Um, yeah, I like it. I want to see a Solid Snake movie just because it's a. a a game I'm familiar with in terms of I know of it, but in terms of the story, I've never actually like played a game like that to know what it's all about. Um, oh right, so we've seen not played the game. But... Nah, not really. What? So Sir Snake, Sir Snake has a very interesting background. So mm. he was, so his DNA is made up of nine different people, which oh, in the game he later on has to go and kill. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, it's it's actually it's actually. Is that so that's just a is, small part of the Is that story. the very first game? That's in the first game, I think, you so, learned that. Oh, so, so is you, you know when you've got that, that chick that can, like, read your memory card? Is that what Oh, you mean, um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, I know, I know who you mean. Yeah, or, you mean. or the one yeah. that can, like, read your moves and then to, like, beat them, you have to take out the... Yeah, you had to take cartridge out, didn't you? Or, yeah. you know, was it the controller? Oh, yeah, you have to have the controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right, like, yeah. Back then, that was like game changer. That was revolutionary. That was like so fucking cool, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. The, the irony of this is right. So they're talking about um, Oscar Isaac uh, playing Solid Snake yep. in a in a movie, right? And that's based on the computer game series. Mm-hmm. And the computer game series is based on a movie <laughs> called Escape from New York. Really? Which was like 1981. Yeah, it's got Snake Pliskin in it. Oh. Who was played by Kurt Russell? Russell, oh, okay. wow. who's this badass guy who's like got an eye patch and like a fucking gun, and he's okay. They've made big changes between like you know Solid Snake um, in the computer game and, and Escape from New York, um, Snake Pliskin, but ultimately there, there's the definite connection there between you know, like this movie and the character in that movie and then this, the computer game franchise coming out. Escape from I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to watch that. You got oh fuck, man. That is definitely one of those, you know, like in, if uh, like I keep thinking like with my kids, you know, there are certain movies I'm just going to force them to watch <laughs> that, whether they want to enjoy it or not. Like it's an education. Mm. You know, you got to watch this as an education, yeah. definitely. Okay, cool. Um, Netflix re- renews Blood of Zeus season two, uh, and perhaps there's been renewed for a season three as well. Uh, I really enjoyed um, Blood of Zeus. I think I might have given a free piece or even mm-hmm. whole chicken. I'm not 100 sure, but I like this news. It was it was a it was a a very good you know take on an anime kind of thing, uh, and I look forward to seeing it. Uh, Steven, did you watch um, Blood of Zeus on Netflix? I've seen, I've seen the first episode, and I shat all over that episode. <laughs> right? I ripped my trousers off and take a, took a great big dump all over it. It was an absolute turd basket of an episode. I was, it, I was so disappointed. Oh, man. It, I'd, I'd watched... Uh, Castlevania mm-hmm. and yeah, Castlevania like, bangs. Yeah, and and like this, this is supposed to be by the guys who did Castlevania, and yeah. and I watched it, and I was just like, what the fuck? It's like the I don't know, just like the it felt like the the storyline. I was willing to give it more more time because mm-hmm. you know storylines take time. Yeah. But just all of the, I don't know, the animation just felt like they'd really done a botch job on it, where they 
they just were i don't know like some of the fight scenes they felt like they just just like dumbed down the animation again i'm a i'm so obsessed with like quality and detail and you know like coming from all my ghibli kind of love castlevania did a fucking good job on like all the kind of like animation and the, the all the fights and everything like that um yeah. let alone the amazing storyline and the character development and i just at that first episode i was like expecting it to come out guns blazing you know this is their first episode it's the pilot of this new series <laughs> they should be making everything absolutely gorgeous yeah. and i just was let down so i haven't watched anymore <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that's funny so, uh, do, my, do, should i watch more yeah I think you should i say you should watch more yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if, if, does, if, it, if, does it get better does it or yeah. you know did you not share my sentiment in the first episode I think because like i like the action and it's like you know it's got the gods it's got uh the guy that's basically hercules do you know what i mean he's fighting against the demons and you got hera like of like greek mythology um so that's why i enjoyed it um uh, oh mine what do you say because like i said i enjoyed it I think I gave it a three-piece. Yeah, I think we both might have given it a three-piece, so we both thoroughly um, enjoyed it. Yeah, but I just like to take on the, you know, the Greek mythology. Um, I can't remember my notes word for word, but I do remember me saying that, um, you know, that we all know that Zeus is a hoe, that see that <laughs> hoe in I've, I've come to bite many arse. Mm-hmm. Hera going ham again. I don't say that even, like, it, it, was, it, was all, it was good. It was good. Um, there also during the actual story, um, turn a part of it, there were, there were bits and pieces that I thought could be done better, but overall, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Right, um, Sorry, guys, I totally shout on that, didn't yeah, I? No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But I, I, I say you should go back and watch it. Um, we and, need, and to have, need to have these these uh, differences in. That's, yeah, exactly. We can't all be like like the same kind of stuff. Alright, uh, rumors are that Zach Efron is the player, young Johnny Depp in a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie, um, which is going to be a prequel. <clears throat> now, anyone that's been listening to this for a long time, yeah, knows that I absolutely love Zach Efron. Isn't it? I think he's an amazing actor. And I think he's great in it. And I can actually see him playing uh, a, a young Captain Jack Sparrow in it. So I'm convinced. I have, like, even though initially I was against this, because obviously, it, I think originally, um, it wasn't even going to have Johnny Depp. It was going to be like a new cast and all these different people. But if they're going to do a prequel and we're going to see a young Johnny Depp here, I am all down for it. And yes, it can be Zach Efron. And I'm there. I'm going to be there first day. Take my money. Well, not my money since I have a past kind of thing. But yeah, I'm there. I'm all over it. What are you guys' thoughts on this? I thought that Zac Efron was replacing uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, he is, but to play a young version of him. So it's, okay. a, so it's a prequel. So you, uh, unless you want to do the whole de-aging thing, then, uh, again, as far as I know, you know, I, I don't know if they were bringing Johnny Depp back. Because originally they weren't bringing Johnny back, Depp back for this. Mm. And before, it wasn't going to be a prequel. It's going to be a continuation it's going to be like a soft reboot of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Um, like I said, it was going to be a new cast um, and it wasn't going to have Johnny Depp in it. And I was against that because I was like, you can't have mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean without Captain Jack Sparrow. Like, Captain Jack Sparrow makes Pirates of the Caribbean. That's yeah, what I watch the show for, the film for in it. But if do, you're do, you even know, do you even know how like crazy the Pirates of the Caribbean gets? 
I mean, when you read up more about uh, Pat, you realize that Jack Sparrow actually has a crazy ass history and stuff like that. No, um, have not. See, again, that's something that I do. I go, I go digging. But um, yeah, it was, it was interesting to see what they touch up on because um, so his both his grandparents, like mm-hmm. his, his grandmothers, um, are like pirate lords in their own right, mm-hmm. and then. He was actually part of the um, oh, what's it called? The Indian Trading Company. Um, I can't remember the full the full uh, name oh, of the East Indian East Indian Trading Company. That's the one. Yeah, East, yeah. So he was part of that. Um, actually, under Lord Beckett. Um, mm-hmm. reason why he became a pirate was because he was supposed to um, he was supposed to have shipped his uh, shipped slaves. Mm-hmm. I refused to do that, so Beckett um, branded him as a pirate and basically kicked him out of uh, out of the East India Trading Company. Nothing. So all this, there's all that history to explore there. I think that would be absolutely sick. Um, and yeah, the whole thing of Davy Jones and stuff. I it, it, they could they could do like several spin-off movies off of this one. So. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what story this is about. And I'm hoping that you know Zac Efron's. Uh, Act and pull through as you know, yeah, a young, a younger Captain Jack Sparrow. Sorry, Steve, what did you say on this one? What did I say? I can't remember because I don't know if I asked, <laughs> asked you. I don't know. Much fear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Zach Efron, uh, Michael, what do you think of uh, Zach Efron uh, replacing Johnny Depp in a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean prequel? Um. I feel that Troy Bolton would do a very good job. Who the hell is Troy Bolton? But no, um, to be fair, Zac Efron has changed a lot of views of movies. You know what? As long as he does it good and he's actually really quirky with the with the role, mm-hmm. then towards the end of it, at least he's going to have to be like a proper noble man in the beginning of it if the story like mine just said is true. And then he's got to turn the quirkiness up, like towards the end of the movie when he turns into the pirate. Uh, I, I was, I, I was so confused, and I just had to Google Troy Bolton, and Troy Bolton is Zac Efron's character is Zac Efron in the High School Musical. You oh, are fine. recently, as I did watch it recently. I don't remember his <laughs> name of Troy Bolton. Oh, you were like, "Oh, High School Musical is going to be my thing." Blah blah blah. Nah, blah. nah, nah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's pop the brakes there. Yeah, I didn't say it was my thing. I said, "Remember, Hold on, Mike. I'm trying to just turn you up a little bit because I've got. I think I've got you down too low." Um, oh, okay. Hi, Micah. Hi. By the way, Michael, Stevie, um, Stevie, Michael. <laughs> um, I'd just like to interject here that um, I think there's one crucial thing they're going to have to f- sort out, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Depp has got brown eyes, and Zac Efron's got like. Like blue, blue eyes. Yeah, it's called contacts. <laughs> they can just do it in, in, in post production. I, I, I kind of can change in it, you know, a little surgery here and there. Or he's drunk too much. Or he's drunk too much rum. Like from when he was like a, a young noble boy, <laughs> he drank. He, he drank like what port? Does it? Yeah, turn his yeah. eyes. Uh, basically, turn his eyes. Yeah. Dark. And, and because he's been drinking too much uh, rum, he's now his eyes have gone from blue to brown. That's a, that's a nice easy fix there. All right, so in, in what the fuck news? Um, in Pokemon, the Pokemon trading card game, Alakazam is back for the. F- oh, I, 
Why did I dot right? I think he's back for like the first time in like 14 years. Mm. Um, so basically there's a magician who said that Alakazam was uh, infringing on, I wouldn't say on his rights, but like it was misrepresenting his magic and who he was in a bad way in it. So he took Nintendo to court and um, for like 14 years, Nintendo weren't allowed to print off any Alakazam cards. Um, I just found that news was pretty wild. Yeah, I heard about this as well. Um, wow. I think I think it's funny. Oh yeah, same. Kind of said I laughed. I was. I didn't even realize they stopped doing Alakazam cards. Yeah, same, same. I, I knew it was rare to get Alakazam cards, but I don't know why. I guess this explains why. Yeah. So after seventeen years, Pokemon cards. That's wow. a, that's a long time, and the fact that Nintendo is some big ass company, and this one little guy, well, not little, but like this one dude, just shut them down, and wow. Yeah, so he's basically suing Nintendo for Alakazam being uh, infringement of his likeness and his act because he did some kind of spoon bending trick magic thing. Oh, it's Yuri Geller. Is that that his name? Nintendo faces um, 60 million quid rip from Yuri Geller. He claims that a Pokemon card he discovered while Christmas shopping in Tokyo is based on him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Pocket monster portrayed on the game card. And collected vividly by children all over the world. What does he look like? Bent, he carries two bent spoons in his hands and is described really? on the card as a magician and psychic. This guy's this guy's reaching. No, but he wasn't he, though, because that's Yuri what... Geller is the spoon bender. He yeah. is like that's so him. He's the actual. And I'm pretty sure they did base Alakazam off him because again, it's like it it it's, it's, it was his stick in it. Do you know what I mean? So that, oh, yeah, that that's why the, the 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 lawsuit held up, and the reason why Alakazam couldn't be used for so long because this guy was like, "I'm not having mental. it." Mental. That wow. is mental. Wow. So yeah, that's yeah. They that's, could have just made up some fucking like <laughs> half pan. Like, oh yeah, no, no, it's got nothing to do with Yuri Geller. It's just a, it's just chance. Do you know? What? I would have been honoured, but that's me in it. Nah, see. Now that means here, yeah, that means I can see the rock. Why, <laughs> why can you see the rock? I can see the rock and not be able to use that phrase anymore because I am a rock. That's not, I, that means I can see. Rather, no, yeah, Americans can sue people for anything. Can they? Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of well, I swear you're a Geller's English. Oh, am I wrong? Huh? I thought the guy was English, the magician guy. Oh, he sounds American. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, from, from once a year, a child in America tries to sue their parents for not giving, for not asking for their permission to give birth to him. Amer- uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm sorry, it's American, period. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm gonna, gonna move on because I, I want to get, like, now I'm, I'm actually. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so, comic book news. Uh, my battery's died, so I'm not playing no, no comic book news bumper, but they're. We had a first look as Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, um, in the in the Arrow. What's what's it even called the the, the Arrow Disney Plus show? Uh, it's also added uh, Vera from Godzilla. She's an orphan. I'm not really necessarily familiar with her work, um, but they've also added and they've also added Tony Dalton, who's in Better Call Saul. And again, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not saying your name wrong, but again, I am not familiar with your work either, sir. Um, any of you guys know those actors and what's your thoughts? Never heard of any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest. 
Unless I um, see the work, then I don't recognize any of the names at all. Fair enough. I mean, she is she is Hawkeye, um, uh, six one six Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, but that's the. I mean, she was obviously Young Avengers, um, Civil War. Yeah, again, so like, like I keep saying, Civil War, the MCU movie. Uh, yeah, the MCU Civil War was just not didn't cover everything. Yeah, obviously it's a certain movie, but yeah, it would be great to see all that happening. Well, anyway, the the the, sig- um, the significant thing about Haley Steinfeld is that she, um. I believe she recorded scenes in um, Avengers Endgame, and mm. obviously they those scenes were cut out of the movie, and she was not used in it. So obviously, it's nice for Disney Plus to reprise the actor in her role and give her a, t- a TV show in it. And for me, I'm I'm happy here because obviously Hawkeye's my guy in it. Like I think um, I forgot the guy's name off the top of my head right now, but I think he's a sick actor. And obviously, there was a lot of drama surrounding him. Um, I don't know whether it was the best domestic abuse or whether it, he did some drugs somewhere, but he was at one point there, there was talks that he might be getting fired <laughs> because he was going through some madness. Um, I'm glad that whatever madness that he was going through has been resolved and he's going to come back and play Hawkeye. Cause like I said, out of the Avengers, out of the, the main superhero guys, Hawkeye's was one of my guys in it. So I'm happy to see that. Ah, sorry. She played. Uh, she she voiced um, Gwen Stacy or Spider Woman in um, Into uh, the Spider Verse. No. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, that was very good voice acting for uh, mm. Spider Woman. Oh, yeah. That was all right. So the reason why I've been kind of faffing around here is because we're about to go over to the next segment, and I wanted to play the bumper for this because I actually have it on my tablet, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna play it. And this is going to be our bumper moving forward for anime and manga. And I pressed the button and it didn't work. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, where's the music? Right, hold on. And over to the next segment. What? Uh, welcome to anime and manga. <laughs> Over to you, Martin. <laughs> Trying not, right, try not to get <clears throat> sued. Right, so the first big Grand Order anime film, Wandering Agitarum, was released Saturday 28th. Um, the second Fate Grand Order film, Paladin Agitarum, is scheduled for release in spring 2021, according to the official Fate Grand Order, the movie website. Um... Funimation announced on Thursday, 3rd December, that Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena, will have English dubs. The cast has already been announced for it. Uh, the anime started streaming on Funimation Friday, 4th December. Um, Cyber Agents, CA Animation, and DMM Games have unveiled a mix. Um, sorry, let's go to the next segment, by the way. It's not the same bumper. Uh, so let me start again. <clears throat> Cyber Agents. The CA Animation and DMM Games have unveiled a mixed-media project, Pure Pride of Orange, which will include the first ice, the first how do I describe it, the first girls ice hockey to, uh, hockey anime ever. Oh, nice! Um, so that'll be released on Friday. Yeah. Uh, both the game and the anime series are planned for release in 2021. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. I do like the sports uh, anime. Um, there's a new one that's came out recently about rock climbing, which I've been, I've saved, um, I've bookmarked it. I'm just, you know, waiting to find time to actually watch it. No. Um, All right. 
Wrong button. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my segment as well. Sorry, listen, I'm trying to set up for the next segment. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, Sailor Moon Eternal anime film will be released January 2021. Uh, the original release date was supposed to be uh, September 11th, but it was pushed back due to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, the second movie is scheduled for February 11th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's going to be um, a part one, a part two, basically. Um for the uh, Sailor Moon Eternal anime film. Um, this marks 25 years since Sailor Moon's last theatrical release in Japan. Okay, cool, cool. Alright, and for the manga news... Manga! De- Sorry. Deadpool Samurai Manga to launch on Shonen Jump, mm-hmm. 10th December. Mm-hmm. And this is a collaboration um, between Shueisha and Marvel Comics. So, nice. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick this up and let's see what happens with it. Nice. Alright, there's one little piece of uh, gaming news. I haven't played this in a while, so I just want to do it, because... Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't pressed that one in a little while. Uh, the, Last no, two, the Last of Us 2 creative director, Neil Drackman? Drackman? Yeah. Drackman? Okay. Uh, becomes co-president of Naughty Dog. And, uh, that's that's cool. That's pretty big. Do you know what I mean? Like, wow. he's got, uh, you know one of the best games that have been out for a long while and he's now become a mm. co-president of Naughty Dog. Um, he's going bigger and upwards, you know? That's that's nice. Um, pretty cool. I'm I'm impressed. Um, I vaguely played the first Last of Us for like maybe half an hour and I just dropped off it and I thought someone stole my game and I just must have misplaced it somewhere and I've just never gone back yeah. to it. Um, I will hopefully one day in the future play this game because I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, we're gonna head over. Oh no, no! Before we go to a main a main event, uh, Michael, just want to quickly just give us a quick little assumption of what you've been up to, and uh, we'll touch upon one of the incidents that happened today in football. Yes. So today, well, recently I've been obviously playing PlayStation and figured out how to stream on Twitch. So I'll be streaming on the Bloods RS account during the coming weeks, uh, being able to do other stuff have obviously the new graphics of the PS5, which is absolutely outstanding. I'm totally in love. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been a, a great, a great time. And just doing the little job search come January and, you know, the usual stuff. Nice. All right, so Arsenal had fans in the stadium because yes. London is in tier two. So yes. they are, uh, football clubs in London are allowed 50% of capacity or 2,000 people, mm. is it whichever one is lower? Mm. Yeah. So, correct. No, no. So, all London all London clubs mm-hmm. can only allow, all, all stadiums mm-hmm. that are in tier two mm-hmm. are only allowed to have 2,000 fans in the stadium. Yeah. And it's only home fans. Away fans are not allowed to travel. Yeah. Um, so, that's even less people. So, Liverpool's allowed 2,000 fans tomorrow in their game. Yep. Manchester is not allowed any fans. Because they're still tier three? Yeah. So as long as you're in tier two and lower, you're allowed fans. Yeah, because tier one so is... Tier one is 4,000. Tier one is yeah. 4,000. But again, it's it's, it's either 4,000... I'm pretty sure it's either 4,000 or 50%. So if you've got a stadium... If, if you've got a stadium that's going to go capacity of 4,000... that Then it, it'll be 2,000. Then it'll be 2,000. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, but like Premier League teams, I think everyone they're starting to be happy now because obviously 
all of that's happening and it's just better for the team and better for the country and better for everyone because people can actually now go back to sort of normal-ish and it sounds a lot better watching watching a game with actual real fans in the stadium yeah it's like a fake noise yeah it's a lot more better because watching the United West Ham game today and like when Rashford went down you just hear the boos from the fans and it's just it's so much more better Mm. wait yeah, I thought you said I thought you said they they weren't lot of away fans. It was home fans only. No, yeah, West Ham was at home. Oh, West Ham was at home. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, <Cool>. that's mad. <laughs> um, I, look, mm, yeah, a little bit of controversy. So obviously, you know, the Premier League and well, I'm not just Premier League. Pretty much all of football in Europe, as far as I understand, have been taking a knee. Um, in in a sense to spread uh, knowledge and awareness of Black Lives Matter and no racism in football which as far as any normal person would understand is a good thing to do however as always in life there are some people that don't understand what is going on don't understand what the statement is and how it is meant to be seen and it had to be Millwall fans that when their players <laughs> took a knee in protest and showing solidarity to the movement and to not having racism in the world, obviously the Millwall fans who have been known to be super racist booed, booed their own players, booed the situation, booed. Absolutely disgraceful, absolutely disgusted. And like I said so in the past, sorry, say that again. So did West Ham fans. West Ham fans booed as well. Yeah. Oh, do, you know, do, you know, do you want to know the irony of that, of them booing? They're, isn't their owner like Jewish? No, three black players scored. <laughs> what for them? <laughs> Rashford. Oh, James against them. <laughs> and uh, Pogba all scored with them goals against them. Uh, like, I, I saw a couple of comments on Facebook and I was just like, you know what? We can scream at the top of our lungs and try and break it down to the most basic and some people just won't understand it. Like, sometimes they don't want to understand. Do you know what, yeah? Like, one of the arguments that I saw, yeah, is that the fact that they're taking a knee in connection with Black Lives Matter, yeah? Mm. Which is part of why it kind of started, yeah? So these are like, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not really the best person to educate people, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try a little bit, yeah? So, yes, the political party of Black Lives Matter may have done some things and said some things that aren't exactly the best, yeah? Which is fair enough. If you don't want football to be connected with that, that is fine. Yeah, once the FA and the Premier League kind of discovered the connection, they kind of changed what the statement and what it was about. Yeah, and it's no longer in a sense for the Black Lives Matter party or statement. It's for the and this is where it's always misconstrued. It's for the Black Lives Matter movement. They're two different things. Yeah, Black Lives Matter the movement is more just about saying black people aspects of society the way they are treated shows that they don't matter now the black I don't know everything about the Black Lives Matter movement in terms of tradition some of the viewpoints is 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 not right do you know what I mean some of the viewpoints is very 
I don't know if leftist is the right word, but some of them, their viewpoint is very over the top and that's not necessarily what we all want in it. Again, we just want to be treated equally in it. The stance for it is for it to be treated equally in it. Now, for those who are stupid, I'm not trying to be rude, for those who are stupid and have only been following the kneeling since George Floyd, yeah, the kneeling is not for George Floyd, yeah? The kneeling isn't represented by George Floyd. The kneeling is from Colin Kaepernick, who kneeled, I think, two years before the George Floyd situation happened, yeah? Now, Kaepernick kneeled because he felt that there was a lot of injustice in the police force in America, yeah? And even before that, let's, I'm going to even take it just a little bit further back. Before that, he actually sat down, yeah? He sat down on a bench during the national anthem a couple of times and no one took any notice of it. He had been doing it for a while. One notice, the person that noticed was some army guy. Yeah, I don't know his name right now off the top of my head. I don't know who is ex-army or whether he's still in the service or whatever. He, he actually noticed. Before he became into the media spotlight, he noticed, yeah? And he reached out to Kaepernick and they had a conversation, yeah? And when they had that conversation, he was like, Basically, and I'm paraphrasing it. He was like, I agree with you. I agree with what you're in a sense protest. I understand you. However, sitting down during a national anthem is disrespectful, which I can, in a, in for the most part, I can agree with. Yeah. So he said, how about we come with, um, let's meet in the middle ground, innit? Yeah. You can still send your message, but instead of sitting down, take a knee. Because that way, you are still being respectful to the national anthem. The very first time you took a knee instead of sitting down, that's when people started to notice, yeah? And that's when it blew up. Now, fast forward back to the tweets of George Floyd, people still were disrespecting Kaepernick. Kaepernick was blackballed from the, um, the NFL and was kicked out of the league, yeah? And was not given opportunity to... Uh, uh, work and earn his money. He got he got a contract of Nike, and people were upset about that, and they started burning their Nike. You thought you Nike Nike um t-shirts and stuff, and showing just how racist they are. Yeah, it is not connected to the it. Well, no, let me say that again because it is connected. Yeah, but the 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 George Floyd incident isn't what has led to the kneeling. Yeah, it's been something that's been going for a good couple of years now. Yeah. And I hope I've educated someone as best as I can with the knowledge I have of the situation. I hope I've made sense. And if you don't understand, you can more than reach out to us at blurzrus at hotmail.com, blurzrus, Facebook, Instagram, wherever the socials that you want to, and we will try and have a conversation. Cause like, I want people to understand why they are protesting it. And it's not even a protesting anymore. Like, I, it is and it isn't. It's more trying to shed light that there cannot be racism in not just football but in the world like we've moved on yeah like it, we, we, we haven't obviously clearly but we should have moved on yeah so those of you booing you're just out in your own racism innit? you're just out in that you do not care about black people you do not care about people of color you only care about yourself and you need to take a deep look in the mirror because when you are in danger and you call the police officer and chances are it's a black police officer 
they're going to help you. If you go to the doctors, you go to the NHS, chances are it's going to be a person of color that's going to be giving you a medicine, taking care of you, rather than that. So, you know, you need to stop with this way outdated way of thinking and fix up. And all I want to say is those clubs there, if their fans continue to boo, they shouldn't have fans in the stadium. They should continue not to be allowed to go watch their team. And that's what I want to say in the mouth. I'm going to hand it over back over to Micah. Wow. Did we get disconnected? No, we're here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, so West Ham fans obviously did that and then they knew like at the top of the table Chelsea won three one against Leeds. So, you know. <laughs> you know it, it looks like COVID has helped out all the smaller clubs and, <laughs> you know, all the clubs that haven't been able to, to be great are just sort of slowly catching up. Mm. So, you know. It's gonna be an interesting season and the NBA starts back this month. Mm. Which is going to be interesting with Lavar Ball, Ball having all three sons in the league. You know, nice. He did what he made out for. So it could be fun, especially with the Super Bowl coming around <laughs> and college football with the Cowboys making the final appearance in the season. Let's not go there, man. We know it ain't happening, man. All right, so yeah, the, 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 the NFC, the NFC East is trash, but oh, you know, it is super trash. But anyway, let's move on. Let's go to the, the five thing we're talk about today. I'm excited. I'm excited that Mike is on because we are going to be talking. I'm going through changes. Yes, Big Mouth Season 4 dropped on Friday. I was reminded by my car and I was very excited because I am a massive fan of Big Mouth. Um, I've enjoyed every single season and Season 4 has not disappointed. Um, I don't know whether it's Shiny New Toy Syndrome, but I am going to hopefully at some point watch all the seasons again. But right now it's my favourite season and I'm giving this a whole chicken. Um, Micah, what are your what what are your like initial thoughts and uh, Reagan? Well, I can say the first episode went off with a bang. Oh no 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 spoilers yet no spoilers we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna get into that. I'm not I'm not I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, go. Um, I would say you know what, just going through Netflix and seeing it on there, I was like, yup, I know what I'm doing for today. I'll <laughs> finish it finish it within the couple within the couple hours. I was. Because you know what, yeah. See, you have you have a whole chicken as as a as a rating. Yeah, I give it. I give it two whole chickens. Because <laughs> 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 you know what, it was that good. Yeah, it was that good. All right, cool. We're gonna, we're gonna delve into it a bit more later, Martin. Um, I don't know whether to give. Do you know what? I thought I'd give us a, a whole chicken as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, purely because I like how the characters have grown. I like, like for me, one of the most annoying characters um, actually became someone I, I actually understood. I not maybe not understood, but I actually liked the season. So that was amazing. What what character um, was that, by the way, sir? Oh, Missy. Okay, um, yeah. I, used find, I used to find Missy so annoying. Oh, I've always you loved know, Missy. Like, 
Well, no, like, like, when she's like, like, for example, then she was greedy, she was the goody two shoes. So, it's yeah, so all messed up. She was snitching them, yeah, and stuff like that. I'm like, come on, man, you don't need to do that. Right. And she does, she was just mad, she was just mad annoying. She was like, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna get more into it, yeah. So, obviously, this right. stars Pro as Nick Birch, uh, John Mulaney as Andrew Globerman, as well. They each so a lot of the main characters have other characters they play. Uh, Jesse Klein as yeah. Jesse Glazer, Jason, Jason Manzuki as Jay, Jay Blazerian, uh, Fred Armson as Elliot Birch, uh, Mayor, May, Mayor? Maya Rudolph as Connie the Homo Monstrous. Jordan oh, Peele as Ghost of Duke, Duke, Duke Ellington, uh, Jenny Slater as Miss Foreman Greenwood, um, Andrew Reynolds as Matthew, uh, Joe Wegner as Caleb. Uh, in this in this season, I believe that we had um, uh, Seth Goldman as um, Seth Goldman. No, what the fuck am I talking? No, no, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Sorry, what the hell is Seth Goldman? Seth Goldberg. <laughs> So so wait, so we had we had Seth Rogen and what's the name of his character? Seth Goldberg. Seth was that the name of his character? Seth Goldberg. Yeah. Seth Goldberg, yeah. Alright, cool. Um Because Andrew Goldberg is have you seen have you seen the Goldbergs, by the way? Uh a little bit. Because that's also taking on Andrew Goldberg's life. Mm-hmm. So okay. Andrew so Andrew in this his his real life name is Andrew Goldberg, but Obviously, for the purposes of the show, they switched characters' names and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah, so Seth Goldberg is not to say that Seth Rogen being on a show, and Goldberg is Andrew Andrew's real life surname. Oh, sorry, I'm just looking Ooh. at the cast. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't recognize that Sterling K. Brown was Michelangelo. Yeah, right, that's that was bad. Hey, that's yeah. it. Uh, Christian Bell was Pam. That's cool as well. I like her. Craig Robinson was one of the pubic hairs. Um, who else? Uh, Willie Garson. I don't know who Willie Garson is. Um, Christian Wig was Jesse's vagina. Just <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, Seth Rogen was Seth Goldberg, which you mentioned and got me bare confused. Um, Zach Galifianakis was the Gratitude. Um, oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. Do you know I'm, I'm on IDMB. I should have probably found someone that split up into season four. So we just talk about the new characters on season four. Um, but yeah, alright. So, episode one started with absolutely bang, and I absolutely loved it because they introduced a trans character, and I think with mm. everything that was going into the going on in the world, it was so needed to have that character and to show like us that in a sense that aren't trans and maybe not have any trans friends some of the things that they go through, and it mm. was nice. It was not nice seeing it, but like it was nice to see that put to light in a, in a, a little bit of a comedic way but again it was like showing you what people in the real world face and I thought that was really well done um mm-hmm. I, overall just them first three three episodes yeah could have been the whole season and I was still giving it a whole chicken yeah, yeah 100% the camp, the camp, the camp scene it, it was that, that sort of pre preschool get together and it was just like yo the way they did it is it was just Outstanding, especially with that anxiety um, mosquito. Oh, that anxiety mosquito. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, they did a lot in that ep- in that episode to, in the first three to actually show... Pump the, the can I just pump the brakes just a little bit, yeah? How amazing was that season three recap? 
<laughs> like <laughs> even even that alone was just fantastic. They did it. They yeah, they thought a lot about it. Mm. Yeah, it was actually quite outstanding. Yeah, they were ham. Yeah, and and episode two as well went off for a great ga- uh, um, a great bang as well. Um, episode three wasn't the greatest, but I like the way that ended. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, there was a lot. They, they they were very on the nose. A lot of jokes. Um, there was very very fourth wall breaking, which I really liked. Um, there was a lot a lot of references about them getting a, another season, which um, I can't yeah. remember if they got greenlit for a new season because Netflix have a a, a a tradition of like already giving certain shows three four season and ending it. Um, so I do hope that we're gonna get season five because it's just absolutely funny. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Lola and Jay's story in this season until it got to the end. Um, what did you guys think of Lola and Jay in this season? Man, they were disgusting. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. Absolutely no. disgusting animals. But yeah. It was, um, it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was still funny. Yeah, not gonna lie. It's still funny. Um... Yeah, the, the relationship was fine. I didn't, I didn't think anything of it to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you could tell that Jay's obviously a fucked up individual. You could tell oh, Lola's also a fucked up individual. Definitely. Let's not forget that she was sexually uh, assaulted in well, season three. Assaulted in uh, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So she must be going through all kinds of stuff. Do you know what yep. I mean? Um, I thought they were gonna. I, I don't remember if they addressed it much in season three, but I thought like they would in season four. Well, I, unless I must have forgotten, maybe they res- resolved it and addressed it in season three, so they didn't need to bring it back up other than in the recap. Mm. Um, I don't remember them doing that. Hmm. Maybe that'd be Actually, no, they did. They, they did. did. They yeah. did. I think they embarrassed him um at the, in the in the finale at the play. Yeah, they did. Mm. Um, I think he got he got spotted in the play. Uh okay. Um, any guesses to who the masked principal is? No idea. None. Well, hopefully we do get that revealed. Um, now, all right. This is. Did you guys watch episode ten twice? Um. No, I, I think didn't get I did. Ah, oh, you guys suck. All right. I think I watched it twice. So I had this a bit spoiled for me. And spoilers yeah. for anyone that's going to watch Big Mouth season four. That's probably why Stevie's quiet because he's not seen it yet. He's like, what? <laughs> um. So. Obviously, there was a bit of controversial issues around when the whole Black Lives Matter thing kicked off and several white voice actors that had been playing black characters um, decided to leave their roles, um, mm-hmm. which, for the most part, I got what they were trying to do and I respected it a little bit, but I felt that that was not what black people wanted in it, for the most part. like Black people just want to treat equally. Like, I think with voice acting... If you're the best person for the job, you can do the job in it. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 not the same as you know. Let's say, for example, um, Zac Efron playing Martin Luther King in a live action ad- a live action adaptation. You know what I mean? There is what we don't want. Even though you've Hollywood has done that plenty of times in the past. Yeah, but I think with voice acting, it's very different. Isn't it? But credit. Um, I wouldn't even say credit, but the voice actress that plays Missy decided to step down. Now, initially, it wasn't going to be till season five. However, they made that transition early. Yeah. Did you notice when they made that transition? I don't think um, I really did, to be honest. No. 
Maybe that maybe there was a part where the the mannerisms around the her speaking was different, but mm. I didn't really see much. I didn't really notice change. To be honest, and unless it was where she changed, where she went to see her cousins, and then obviously they were in New York. Yeah, mm. I think that if it, if it, the change was then, then yeah, I did sort of notice a change, but I didn't really pay pay much attention to it. So because, I, like I said, I had it spoiled for me, I kind of didn't pay attention to it, and when I finished watching it. I went back and um, I know, so basically they made a change in episode 10 in it. In episode 10, mm. the new voice actor, actress from Missy Eva, must, they must have re-recorded for episode 10. And I felt like the reason why it worked here yeah, is because obviously in this season, Missy's kind of like discovering her blackness. And mm. uh, when you hear Missy in season 10, yeah, uh, season 10, episode 10, she sounds a bit more black in it. And I think that works for what they're trying to like, in a sense, transition her from being this like, you know, super goody two shoes, white character, not, understand, sense, yeah. not understanding <laughs> her blackness and stuff like that. I think it worked. Um, and that's kind of why I wanted to see like, cause like I said, I didn't notice, even though I knew it was coming, I completely forgot and I just watched it. I didn't notice. And then after I watched, I was like, Oh, Oh yeah, this was meant to be the episode that they changed Missy. So, I watched it and then the very first scene when she's talking to Andrew, I'm not Andrew, to Nick, I let it play. I was like, oh, I was meant to be paying attention to Missy. So I rewound it back, listened to it, and I was like, okay. I rewound it back and forth a couple of times before I let the whole episode play out. Every time Missy came on screen, I like stopped what I was doing to make sure like, I was focused and have a little bit. Like I said, mm. it's, it's ever so slight, but like, it's not problematic. Like, you know, there's something when they change actors and sometimes and you think like you can't deal with the new person i don't think in this situation it's that much drama that you you know you're gonna have See, much issue now, now when you tell us things like watch an episode twice you gotta let us know what we're watching out for nah because i wanted <laughs> to see i wanted to see if you lot picked it up but you you wouldn't have picked it up unless you got unless it got spoiled for you right yeah i'm definitely yeah. gonna pick it up now <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean because you could have no, a little hit or something no, you were off of the hit no because I I got to about episode five, yeah, and mm. I said to myself, I don't hear any difference in it because obviously I knew that they were gonna change it. I just didn't know if they'd done it for this season. So for a part of me, I was listening out for it. But then when I put it on Facebook, yeah, and on Twitter, a lot of people was like, no, they didn't change the the voice actress. It's still um, uh, let me find her name because I keep not that person. Um. They kept on saying a lot of people online was just like, no, they haven't changed their name. So I was like, cool. But then I, so I was like, you know, let me Google. I Google and I was like, oh no, they made the change in it. I was like, okay, cool. So I'm gonna watch out for it. And then when it happened, I didn't, like I said, I didn't really catch it. And, uh, Jenny Slate. And, um, I had to watch it again. And then that's when I kind of, so yeah, if you guys get some time, watch episode 10 or watch episode nine and then watch episode 10 and see if you can get any changes. But I feel like, there was subtle changes in those nine episodes anyway. I felt like the way Missy was talking was getting a little bit more black anyway. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know whether yeah, they did that. that. I don't know whether they did that on purpose because they knew what they were going to do. But regardless, I think it worked in it. The fact that she was, she, she said pussy and she was like swearing <laughs> and stuff. Like it was cool. Yeah. Now, um, for me, I think the, the code switching was the worst song in terms of like being catchy and funny. But like, I felt like it held a lot of weight in it because uh -huh. until I got 
to an adult, I didn't really realize what code switching yeah. code switching was in it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, you do it as well. It's, uh, it was one of those ones where you sit there, you're just like, shit, I do that shit. Mm. When I'm talking to certain people, I change, I change the way, I change the way that I speak around it. Make sure that there's certain mannerisms that I do that that it's just like, yeah, I actually do do it like yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and it, 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 it like I said, it proper hit home because I was like, what? Like, I try not to do it as much. I try and be the same as much as I can. But like, obviously, there's certain situations where you can't. Uh, like, you know, at work, you kind of have to sometimes switch it up and talk. Uh, in a sense, like I'm doing air quotes, but you have to use your your white voice you know, or your tele your telephone voice, just you know, just to make people not like be apprehensive of you or you know yep. see you as being aggressive or or go. But at the same time, like, like, how, like, I'm, I'm just like, how does it feel for you, Martin? Because like, you, you speak very, I want to say speak very well, but you, you come across very well articulated, yeah. And like, I know when I first met you, I must have taken a piss of piss out of you for sounding like so white in it, like, because yeah. that you've, you, you're on the other scale of things where like, you know, people might come at you and like question your blackness like what what's what's that experience been like um i don't even know where to start with that one to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i get i get so many people i think it's only been since uni that people when people say to me that i start to ask why do you say that like you know what i mean like you have no idea where i've lived like during my life and blah blah, blah for you you don't need to turn around and say that i'm not black enough um so yeah, do you know what? It's even funny when white get, people sorry, do you get questions like that? Oh, mine does. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously... All the time. See, this is fucking hell, man. This is like... Because mine's... Was, mine doesn't... talk about racism so much, <laughs> and that is, like, exactly the problem here. Yeah, because yeah. Like, it's hard for mine, because, like, obviously... When you see, like, even for us, yeah, because obviously, we're, like, we're black as well, but when, when we see mine, yeah, because mine looks like a stereotypical black person, innit, yeah? And again, you're seeing him in South as well. So in South, you expect most people to have a certain mannerism when they speak, innit? And mine doesn't have that. So when you, when you hear mine speak, you, you know, you're inclined to ask those questions and make fun of it. And I can find, and I know, like, I don't have it. I want to say I have it as bad, but there's been situations where, in a sense, our group of black people, I might have been like, in a sense, the wise black guy there. Like I'm not sure I'm saying. Like I will be, <laughs> chi- I will be chilling, and I will feel no way on throwing S Club Seven on and listen to some Spice Girls and stuff like that. Where other people, would, other people in the community will look at me like, like bro, like you best throw on some Snoop Dogg or some some Fifty Cent or something. Real, like, do you know what I mean? And like. You, you get that. Like I said, I don't think I, I, I like, again, I'm, I might be projecting here, but like, I feel like Martin will get that more because of how he sounds. Cause I know that when I first met Martin, I would have a thousand percent taken the piss out of how he sounds. <laughs> like that's, that's just, just it, funny. It, the fact that I grew up in North London as well. Yeah, well, yeah. you, you uh, North London is not the evidence side it's North London. Mm, well, um, you didn't sound like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's, yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just a, like a, a like a social skill though, isn't it? This code switching. You you um whether you do it between different languages or different dialects. Mm. You know, I I I live in in the countryside down south, but yeah. if I go and work in in Portsmouth, mm. 
I will, if I'm talking to people who actually live in and come from Portsmouth, I'll definitely change my my mannerism and the mm. way that I speak. Mm. And mm. depending on what they, you know, if they're if they're working in the office or if they're working in trades, there's different like you know like cultures going on. Yeah. You have to you, you have to adapt, make them. You know, if you want to make someone feel comfortable. Mm talking to you you'll you'll adapt the way that you talk to them so to make them feel more at ease yeah 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 even the way you even the way you walk as well changes um as long as it's not from um the usual suspects but (laughs) yeah no this this, this, this is a slight thing like obviously like i understand that code switch happens in all like all ethnicities and like it's kind of something that you have to do especially like like you said to make people feel comfortable in it but like for I'm gonna speak for me right now. Like black people have 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 to do it more because of just how like we're seen in social media and stuff like that, and some of the stereotypes that comes with being black. And it was just, like I said, that's why this episode hit so hard because I was just like, Rod, you know what? Yeah, like I've been in situations where I had I've had to do that, and like I until something pointed it out to me that that was what I was doing, I would never have known. Do you know what I mean? Like. Mm. And now, like, like I said, now I can make, I can, I can take it and have fun with it, but not everyone can in it because some, like, it's, it's, it's become such a thing. Do you know what I mean? And like, when, when you see the Stevie, when you see the episode, yeah, you, you'll see it more in our light kind of thing in it because, and that's, and that's the one thing I love about Big Mouth in it. Like, for those that may not necessarily have these kind of friends or these kind of people in their lives, they may not understand what they go through and why like mm. big mouth shows a lot of stereotypes but a lot of stereotyping is based off reality and one of the reasons why i enjoy big mouth is that it creates the discussions that other things may not may not open up for you and um a reason why i'll say that is because like i tweeted something along the lines of um i wasn't particularly I I wouldn't say I wasn't feeling what Missy was saying, but I, like I wasn't sure what they were, what direction they were taking with her. And um, mm-hmm. someone t- messaged me on Twitter, and um, they they said something similar. And I was and, was, and this is what they said: um, I'm going to watch the rest to you, but I'm writing notes for a video rant. The stereotype that every black girl is a hood like city girl who screams the n word all the time and and cares who black men marry is killing my entire soul. And I got that because again, the representation of Miss, of some of the, on the episode where Missy goes to see her, her family in Atlanta, I was like, oh, well, Missy's the way she is, um, because, and isn't ghetto because, you know, she, like, she's not black in it. And, and that, and, uh, and again, little thing, not, again, this is why I answered the group because I didn't know who I was bugging or not yet, but like, I felt like as the show went on, I felt like Missy was getting lighter. And obviously in, in our culture, there's a, big issue with light light skinned people and dark skinned people and the fact that it was like hold on when she was white or when she was like was more of a white person like missy was quite dark skinned but as she's like more now turning black you're like making her lighter and again i don't know if that was just me bugging or whether that was just a, a choice because like like martin even agreed that like you know i think like episode six she was like light skinned episode seven she was like dark skinned and episode eight she went back to light skin i don't know if they were just flipping it either way or whether there was someone playing with the lights or there was a mistake, I don't know in it. But like, I had an interesting conversation with someone on Twitter over Big Mouth in it. And mm. we had a, a nice back and forth in it. And like, if she hadn't said, well, I'm assuming it's a she because there was no name or a picture. But if she hadn't said that, I wouldn't have seen 
what her problem with, with was with that representation. And I'd like to hope that once that person got through episode 10 and they actually, I want to say they redeemed Missy, but like they, they went through and made things, certain things better in that episode that that person now might not rant as much and she might appreciate what they've done with Missy. Cause I like what yeah. they did with Missy's character. I'm hoping that they build upon it more in the next season and they give her more to do. And also, um, Devon as well, because, you know, they're the only two black characters. Well, the main black characters on the show, I would like them to explore more of that, um, that racial thing. And if I, you know, I would love, cause obviously there was something similar, there, but I would love it if they like address the whole black lives matter thing in a way that hopefully people would get it or, and there was, and you know, all people's eyes in it. Um, but again, that's what, that's me. Um, yeah, I, loved how I, I just 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 to add, I do like um, Missy. Thing is, even though they you know try to highlight that Missy has been missing the black side of her, you know what I mean of 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 um, her growing up, her growing up exactly her culture as well. Because we have to, we also have to remember that the mum is also <laughs> one of those very Greenpeace, not Greenpeace, or what's the word for very uh, environmentally friendly, very environmentally <laughs> conscious. So, yeah, you know. There's certain things, for example, when it comes to the hair, there's certain chemicals they use in black people's hair, they use white people's hair for, mm. for different reasons or whatnot, and yeah. she didn't understand that. So I like, I like the way that, you know, it sort of played out to her that, okay, maybe you've, you've been missing this out of your daughter's life, so you don't understand or yeah. relate to her struggle of, you know, keeping her hair mm. a certain way. Mm. Um, but also, I like the fact that even though she was different cousins, one, she was mixed race, and um, had a grab around black people mm. um, or many black people. Yeah. Um, it was nice seeing the relationship between all the cousins of her because even though they're so different, when it came to that intellectual uh, like mm. they did on the show, yeah. I was interested that that's the one thing they shared in common. Um, Missy has her... Missy's also very out, well outspoken when she can, when she wants to be. Yeah. Um, I know she's able to articulate herself in a way that not many of her friends around her can. Whereas with her cousins, they do the exact same thing. So it's interesting seeing how, you know, they're all intellectually, I guess, they're well matched in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I thought that was really, really good. So relating to the fact that, yes, she's, she, may, she may be different, she may be mixed race, but at the same time, your family sort of understands and, you know, can actually debate with you and whatnot. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I think yeah, all of uh, this season was great. Um, I think even Andrew had a bit of redemption uh, for me, um, you know, being being next friend and everything like that. Because yeah. end end of last season, I did not like Andrew. I was like, this guy's a <laughs> freak. He freaking pushed the crippled guy off chair. <laughs> it was being an absolute <laughs> dickhead and everything like that. Oh, I I just find it funny how he loves Missy still, even though when we get yeah. like a flashback into the future, he's not with her. He's with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just jokes, isn't it? Uh, like, again, kind of touching a little bit on my Twitter interaction, yeah, the person getting mm-hmm. upset in it. And I was just like, I tried to make Dave Chappelle's point in it. Like, it's either we can make fun of everything or we can of nothing, can it? Like, exactly. do you know what I mean? I, I am and, 100% with that logic. And, and in that year, some of the jokes this season were so on the nose. Like, yeah. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to spoil it for Stevie. Um, but like, they were very, some of the jokes were very current. Like, they were very, 
you know, in stuff that's just happened in the last couple of months. Um, mm. There was a lot of pop culture reference, a lot of movie reference. There was even some anime references. Like, um, I just liked all of that. And um, I was even shocked that of one of the jokes that they said, I was like, wow, I cannot believe they went there with this joke. And um, I give them credits for like pushing that boundaries. You know what I mean? Because again, as well as it being something funny, it has a little bit elements of educational. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. there's certain things that, as, as guys, we wouldn't we wouldn't see the woman side of things. And it's nice that the show kind of shows it. And then again, as women, I'm pretty sure there's certain elements that they wouldn't see uh, or wouldn't understand unless it's shown from a guy's perspective. And again, it's done here. I think that's really cool. Um, Mike, anything else you want to say? Um, I feel like the whole, just the whole changes and how they've developed everyone's um, characters have like gone up by a dramatic amount. Mm. And to be honest, I've enjoyed it and you're going to watch it again. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it again. Yeah, so, same, yeah, so let me, same, let me know. Yeah. We can maybe do a watch party. Yeah, let's do it. We can do, we can do a party. Yeah, um, that'll work. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, last thing here. I want this to continue pretty much forever. I want them to follow these kids until they get to, like, college. Like, I... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I... Because uh, isn't this the first season that they've actually gone up a grade? Yes. Because, so, the first three seasons, they were in grade seven, whichever that is equivalent to us, but now they're in grade eight. Like, do you know what I mean? I would like... Obviously, next season, we stay in grade eight because they're only gone into it, but... Every maybe two seasons, I would like them to go up a year and face the different things that happens when you when you get older, your body changing, you know, like one of the characters might get super fat because of people or one of the characters that was ugly, you know, might get super buff because obviously he's, his hormones have changed and he's made like some of the girls thought was like really not nice. So the guys who were is now attractive. Um, and the, the Tanya situation, again, they only t- touched upon it a little bit. But again, I, I, I would like to see them explore that a bit more um, see, and show us how that gets resolved. And I was a bit sceptical of when they announced that they were going to be doing um, <clears throat> a Big Mouth spin-off with just the Monsters. But like, after this season, I do not mind. I, do, I, I would love to just see episodes with just the Monsters yeah. in it. Like, speaking of which, mm-hmm. speaking of which, right? Have you noticed that they wanted to be sponsored by Monster Energy Drink, and in the last in this season, mm. they were actually sponsored by Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> yeah, so I, think, I think the Hormone Monsters are going to be. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to be almost what I'm looking for uh, mascots or something for Monster, but that would be so joke. <laughs> yes, and you know, and again, like I said, yeah. I, I love the the amount of fourth wall breaking. Like they, I think they um sponsored yeah. was it for for Loco Essay or whatever it is. Um, yeah, there's that one. That's when um. Lola, when Lola was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna freaking run with you in in was it the next season?" Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right, I was like, "Oh." And and yeah. can I can I can I sorry can I just say yeah, I think I love when show creators are in touch with their fans in it yeah mm. because I know from like I want to say that she said in season one in it but I know that when a Connie said bubble bath yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people loved how she said it and have been, oh, wanting, and have been wanting her to say it again. So when I she won an award for it, or for saying bubble bath, or just playing yeah. a character, I, I think it's for the character. But I think bubble bath is the one that got everyone as well that boosted her 
reputation. Well, yeah, okay. Well, again, I love the fact that they threw that in season four because when she said it, I absolutely lost it. I was just like, oh my gosh, she said it. I was like, she said it. Say it again. Say it again. Like, I got really excited. I got really happy, man. Um, because I was, I just kept to say, oh man, I wanted to say, because I just, I was, I was tweeting, I was watching, I was like, man, I just love Connie, man. I just wanted to say bubble bath. And like, that was my baby, like episode three. And then like episode nine or 10, she said it. I was just like, yes, I feel complete. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, yo, it's been a long time since we've done such a long episode, man. And I mm. am happy because I just like talking crap with you guys, man. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, yep. Uh, I just want to see you guys in person. Oh, uh, yeah, man. When when the world Seriously. reverts to some sort of normality, we'll definitely be recording in my living room again. Oh, 100%. Um, and that will just, you know, we can take breaks, have popcorn and stuff, and just have a... I'm going to um, bring all the sweets. <laughs> an epic <laughs> love episode. But, um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening, man. I hope you enjoyed it. It's, it. I've enjoyed it. I've had so much fun. It's been a while, so, you know, mm-hmm. for those that, you know, can only do an hour, you can split this over the next, you can split this episode over three days. But if you got to this point already, you probably listened to it all at, all at once. So, guys, thanks for listening. Um, thank you for my, for my co-host. I'm definitely going to be hopefully having Stevie on a little bit more often, both on yeah. these episodes and the Ghibli Files, um, which he doesn't know about, but, you know, I'm telling him now. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hopefully have him more on a lot more of these episodes as well. Um, so, Stevie, say bye to the people uh bye people michael thanks for a little bit later say bye to the people bye people all right martin say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time all right guys thanks for listening bye bye now